It's been a while. It's been a week. It's been a whole week. Whole week. It's been forever. Like oh. zero yeah. game Forever. It's my first time I'm speaking in level 13. It's very strange. <laughs> It'd be good to practice voice middle. Don't week. worry. Is we'll you... adjust to these new experiences as we go, I'm sure. It may all be overwhelming and frightening right now. But soon, 16 episodes from now when you're still level 13. That's be, not what I was promised. You will be well-adjusted level 13 adults. Ready to 13 all over the place. I accidentally wrote level 12 on my character sheet. You're dumb. Anyway, as oh. we had left off previously, our last episode. Do you need this? We've been in Cobbler. A dwarven city beneath the Five Kings Mountains for... Well, a few of their forge days now, which is, I think, a little over a week in our time. It's probably nearing two weeks, actually, by now. We've been there for a while. It's, yeah. been, it's been a minute. And there's a lot going on down here. There is a lot that we have uncovered. There's a lot we've investigated and a lot that we've found. We had been tracking a cult of Drosgar. A dwarven god of forgeries and stolen valor. Toreg's forgotten son, as they call him. Who may or may not be related to the Scarlet Triad we've been pursuing for so long. At this point, so what we've discovered recently, we're all but positive that these two entities are one and the same thing. And finding ourselves arrested for... A whole lot of stuff, actually. Um, I was not arrested, and neither was Raz. Most of the party <laughs> was By shuffled away <laughs> into a repurposed warehouse that had been turned into a holding cell, a prison for political prisoners, being held at the command of one of the members of Kovler's Council of Regents. And last week, we had defeated... The standing guard, they left to oversee the prison, which was a battle. <laughs> a battle that was very much not unnoticed. Chonky boys. It kind of spilled out in the streets a little bit. All the chunks. We know that our actions here have been witnessed, and we know we are not far from the Guild of Arms. There are some guards who are certainly being roused to approach this building as we speak. We don't know how long it'll be till they arrive or what it is they'll be after, but we're not entirely alone. One of the missing people that we had been told of by the Regents Council when they were asking us for their assistance, the whole council itself, was Jenny Hemlock, who turned out not to be one of the three carpenters in the Carpenters Guild. <laughs> because the Carpenters Guild just cannot catch a break. <laughs> but actually a spy in the employ of the Guild of Arms, who had been held in the same prison for some time. So... Welcome back to Perception Show, everybody. Thank you, Paizo, for sponsoring us. Thank Let you. Us go on adventures on your channel. Sirenscape, your beautiful music and sound sets, and others in the near future, probably. Yeah. But as we return here in this prison, that battle had just ended. You had slain four of these dwarven guards, bearing the Guild of Arms seals and their traditional armaments. One caught a synesthesia and decided to just leave forever and that his life wasn't for him anymore. <laughs> He's the smartest NPC I've ever met. He peaced. Said, nah, out of here. <laughs> and, uh, do we have... 
Audio's still cutting. I like. I tried so many things. I don't know if there's anything else I can do immediately. What's because wrong? I've tried like hire a professional audio guy to come in and fix everything. We have done about a million things, so it's possible if we didn't do this procedural style that one of them has. Uh, if it is a uh, curiosity for you going in this chat, is it worse than it was before? or Is it the same? Because I know we've had some issues with cutting this entire time since we got in the new studio here. I know that's not entirely news. There's been a little bit of that, which they're trying to address. If it's like, it's less, well, hey, that's good. If there's still some of it, I mean, improvements, improvement, but it means I have not found the root cause of the issue, so I have another week of glorious audio troubleshooting. But all five of you are here in this prison. Most of you are pretty injured, I believe. I think as I recall, uh, Roshin is like unconscious, actually. Yeah, you are. Oh yeah! That's oh right. yeah! Was... You you killed him and yourself at the same time. With, yes. uh, <laughs> that's right. I remember. With right. debilitating dichotomy. Yep. I, I mean, you wake up in five seconds. I mean, I'm rushing with that potato. Seems to be the thing that Roshin does. Yeah, well, thing is to get desperate. Yes, but we just happen to be in desperate situations a lot. It seems. Yep. I'm uh, I'm just gonna go ahead and flip Roshin over and just shove potato. <laughs> Stabilize. <laughs> With potato power. Well, if I'm stabilized, then I am gloriously unconscious yet again, thankfully. Twice. Straightforward fix. Turn it off, turn it back on. Turn it off and back on again. See if that makes it any better. Simplest troubleshooting in the world. You know, it's hard it, to go wrong with it. It usually doesn't. So Roshin's stabilized uh, with the Marshall's glorious potato, Mancy. I'm also an expert in medicine now. So she's double stabilized. What are you doing? Oh, I don't have to roll. She's stabilized. No, stabilizing, uh, I mean, I guess technically, but like it's a flat DC of 15, so. Can you fail it? No. Can you roll one? Hey, you rolled a six. That's probably fine. I'm sure that's. What's your medicine? Uh, plus 18. Yeah, yeah, it's like it's physically impossible for. I mean, I guess you could regular fail on a natural yeah. one and just wouldn't stabilize her. Just put yeah. potato up my nose. But I'm just <laughs> that's not the potato. <laughs> What about the rest of you? Uh, Raz and Trashik, I know you're both quite injured as well. Yeah, looking about 25% of my normal self. <laughs> Very bruised and... Uh... Your tail's twitching in a corner. Well, um, they were beating you with mallets, so tenderized. fortunately... Most of his stuff is probably still attached. He's, I don't think it's a... Because, oh, God, because my frontliners did their job, I am legit untouched. So I'm going to go on a little bit of a healing vendor. Um, That's fair enough. Resme, who actually looks a little shaken, um, will come over to you um, and uh, she'll just kind of put her hand on your shoulder and you'll feel a healing energy just suffuse you um, and you'll just glow with light. That is new effect. What the exactly is this? It's comforting. It's really comforting. That's what it is. How about you, Res? You are conscious, or you were playing dead in the corner, I, I believe. Yeah. The last we heard of the rat. That's a lot of eight. So, Brad's going to stand up, brush eight, himself eight, off, two, two. singing to himself in Yusoki, which is a lot of like. Uh, takes 64 points. Um, no, 74 points he's of damage. Cast a level soothe on himself. Okay. Give me 74 points of not damage. Oh. <laughs> a lot of general Sorry. healing going uh, around. 80. So as you heal up, I think I forgot to roll one. about all of you were in this entryway here, uh, which the three of you that have been escorted in as prisoners never really got an opportunity to see as you were blinded when you came through the doors. 
but there is a single desk against the southern wall uh, with a chair sat behind it. And in addition to the doors still open leading out into the streets and the pair of doors leading back into the holding area they'd, uh, they'd fashioned, there are two more doors off to either side that seem to lead into side rooms deeper within the building. Uh, the one to the south to your left as you were coming in the building would be hanging open, uh, clearly having been thrown open by all of the dwarven guards that poured out when they realized there was a prison break happening. Uh, the other one, however, still closed. Just out of curiosity, is anyone actually going to put no, any healing I, on? I am. I was just waiting for... No. I'm taking a nice nap. <laughs> I want him to heal you non-magically first so that you can actually... Okay, that's fine. I thought you just did stabilize. That's fine. Yeah, I mean, well, with my medicine, I, it, I think... It would, it would be nice for you to not be wounded. I can't do that. It's a 2d8 plus 10, right? We have to do, that just requires dice. You got to do a medicine check for that one. Yeah. Which requires 10 minutes. Yeah, yeah and this is the 10-minute treatment, so... Okay. Oh, okay. So if you spend 10 minutes gently potatoing my uh, machine... <laughs> Sounds really wrong. Help, <laughs> like a baby bird. Wait. <laughs> if we're going to be spending a full 10 minutes here, then I'll take the time to go back and let the uh, carpenter out of her cell, which is unlocked, and get her her stuff back so right. she can at least do something. Leave when we're ready. So you start treating Rasheen, and you head back to the carpenter, and uh, Miss Hemlock back there is much more uh, alert. There's much more of a wits about her now than she did before. She's standing upright, looking... Uh, Kind of up very much in the front corner of her cell. She's at the, on the far side, so she can't really see around the corner. But certainly she could hear all of the screaming and fighting and murder and saw a rat being chased by a guard run past Scooby-Doo style at least <laughs> twice. So <laughs> I'm just going to come over, open up her door and see. I told you, would not be a problem to get you out. Well, from what I heard from the sound of things, it's at least a wee bit of a problem. Do I look like I'm injured? And currently, I don't look like I'm actually that hurt because I got healed. I was pretty positive I heard you screaming. It's a couple times. <laughs> they do not uh, do too much, though. It's fine. You have powerful wizards with you, then? Yes. There's little they can't accomplish. From not a experience. wizard! <laughs> well, a cleric, for all I know. Admit I'm impressed, but... If... And uh, as she comes out and sees the front door and everything is open... And there are literally just corpses kind of strewn out the leading out the door of Guild of Arms members just on the ground. Uh, Roshin on her back, Marshall trying to cram a potato into her mouth. <laughs> Miss uh, Hemlock just kind of looking all of this. This damn sure going to be noticed. I'm not sure certain. Perhaps you'd be willing to be a witness to the fact that we did not, in fact, kill Guild of Arms members. I'm not we so killed... worried about that. You got a better weapon. I take one of their moles, I suppose. Uh, uh, I don't know who's going to come. I don't know who we can trust at this point. I'm just going to walk out of the back of the room with a handful of stuff. I believe this belongs to you. Oh, it does. And she'll take the... Uh... She has a sword, actually. Uh, it's... It's a very different kind of sword, almost like a clan dagger that's just been upscaled and elongated. A blade in nearly as wide as it is long, looking like a huge sharpened paddle. Uh, nearly a squared thing uh, with a thick uh, spiraling handle sticking out. 
uh, from her scabbard. Just a big cleaver? Pretty much just That's, a big, like, yeah. double-edged cleaver, more or less, is what she's got. It's almost more of an axe on a short, like, sword hilt than it is a proper sword of any kind. But it's probably five, six inches wide, while only being the length of a short sword, only, only, I only two have, feet. I only have one question. Did she get that sword from Selzartan? <laughs> probably not, but anything's possible. <laughs> He is a master salesman. Mm. Uh, but she pulls it out of scabbard, and you can see the shimmer of a couple of runes set into the base of the blade, uh, right above the cross guard itself. Ooh. And uh, she takes it in two hands. I'm looking across the group. I, well, if there's any more we have to deal with, we can deal with it. But the Guild of Autumn's Hall, looking out the door, and she's just peering out the door. If we're where I think we are, it's not terribly far. We should perhaps move now, if you can move your friend. Uh, let me try to get her up. Uh, Viteum, Viteum Magicum. <laughs> and she's told us potato, potato, potato. <laughs> it doesn't seem to be working quickly enough. I'm like moving her jaw, trying to get her to do the potato. <laughs> Goes up and down. You know, she, oh, she okay. can't hear you. You're, okay. She's unconscious, right? Yes. Doesn't mean she'll respond. <laughs> uh, take 69 points of health back. That's nice. my health. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> oh, I help her up. Uh. And as Roisin's getting up off the ground, you hear the rustling of full plates and underlaid chainmail, heavy boots on the stone roads outside, as what sounds like several more people are approaching the front door. I immediately throw my hands up. I don't know if the helicopter comes through on the microphone, but they may Thanks. have dramatically more support than we do. <laughs> the dwarven helicopter. Spotlight <laughs> comes down, a rope ladder drops from up, up on high. Like, what the hell? <laughs> oh, we made a mistake. <laughs> we underestimated the hell out of these guys. If you want this direction, I can lead them on chase around city. N no, it's all right. I think we'd best get this out of the way. Oh, we can uh, kill them all. That's another option. Not if they're the good guys. A couple of the guards, immediately a pair of them come into view. Face guards slam down their masks. Not much you can really see of their actual features. Mauls in hand, kitted, and with the exact same badge, the Guild of Arms, that all the rest of these men in the prison had had. The pair of them kind of take up a position outside, maybe 10, 15 feet back from the doorway. Uh, not coming in immediately. And uh, one of them in Dwarven calls out through the doorway, Drop your weapons! Uh, uh, Come we... out, hands where they can see them! I, I don't have any Silently. weapons! Drop your weapons, hands where they can see them. Silently. Oh, is that right? Is that what they want? Yeah, that's what they want. I'm, I'm carrying you, so I'm just like, Ah, let's just go out there and get this over with, I suppose. Oh. And, uh, Jennifer... Keeps her hands on the sword and looks at the rest. Uh, looks at the rest. Of you. What are you doing? Keep a hold of them. We don't know if we can trust them. And she. I don't have any weapons anyway. Takes like a gentle step forward. She's probably near the back of your group, realistically, and calls back to the door. I can explain the situation. The guild's been infiltrated. I'm a spy. No orders direct from Colonel the Bronze Beard. Where is he? And coming around the door frame. Also kind of hustling are another pair of figures. Commander Bronzebeard and 
the Archmage himself, uh, Archmage <laughs> Sumer. Good. This building was close enough to the walls and enough of a cacophony has been raised that they have uh, come personally to see, well, reports of, you know, a whole crap load of corpses spewing out of a building in the, uh, in the barracks I mean, district. Sh- just a man shot running one down, down the street. street. Well, you did shoot a dude in the street who was I running away from the, the building. Thank you. <laughs> you did. We also sent them a message. You did. But he comes around. With a pretty stout little axe, a one-handed, uh, short-hafted, two crescent blades emitting out from it. First time you've actually seen him armed. He has the the mall of his office on his hip, but he seems to prefer this if an actual battle is necessary. But like the rest of the guards, he's a bit closer. His face guard's up. He's not in a fully defensive position, but he does have the weapon in hand. So he goes around uh, the corner, looks in. Hello. It's good to be seeing you again. Hi. 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 It looks down, it will look like the corpses of a bunch of Guild of Arms members. I take it this isn't one of your secret prisons. No. Of course not. We got nothing of the kind. I'm afraid you have traitors among you, sir. I can personally attest that we were uh, brought here against our will with no information of what puts a hand out look not to interrupt your story or nothing but if there's any group here that's earned a least an ounce of benefit of the doubt it's the group of you <sighs> i don't know what by any of the gods is happening here what manifestations led to this but i they're not Fighting us, and again, if no reason not to believe in him, what the circumstance may look. And uh, Jennifer kind of steps forward and takes one hand off of her sword and calls out, Commander Bronzebeard, authorization code 75 amethyst 36 bronze amethyst copper. And he Nods. You see his grip kind of loosen it a bit. Aye. That is Lieutenant Hemlock. And men, lower your weapons. <sighs> well then. And uh, he puts this axe back into just a loop on the edge of his belt. Seems like the group of you have a hell of a story to tell me. Aye. What? What? By the hammer and tongs. What is this? He's just kind of looking at the building as a whole from outside, and he sort of steps in over the threshold of the doorway, has to kind of pick his way around the corpses here. Uh, Come right, along, we'll find out together. It, it appears to be the headquarters of the coup that is being held against you as we speak by your most trusted lieutenant. Sergeant. Most sergeant. trusted sergeant. He's, he's listening, but he, he kneels down next to the nearest body inside the door threshold and grabs the shoulder of their full plate and turns him over. Puts a fist onto his chest and bows his head. <clears throat> These are my men, that's for sure. Lieutenant Hemlock, how did you get here? I haven't heard anything from you and must be... Fifteen forage days now. 
and she nods. Of course, Commander Bronzebeard. I... I was investigating the rogue cell I'd found, which, of course, I can't confirm or deny is entirely neutralized realized here, but this is at least some of it. Members of the Guild in Arms that were acting against the interests of not just our guild, but I believe the city of Kovlar. I tracked them here, but didn't expect them to be as well-staffed or prepared as they were. I was rushed and ill-prepared and allowed myself to be captured. But this... I'll perhaps need some time to develop a full report, and if I have permission, time to explore this building, investigate what I can. I believe that it seems you are already familiar with these fine men and women. They speak the truth. At the very least, Star Sergeant Stonehill leads this rogue cell. He's no longer loyal to you, nor to the guild. I believe he'll receive his orders from the Mountain Heart, out of him. What purpose or cause he has, unfortunately, I'm not fully aware. And uh, she looks like she's physically shaking a little, just standing there uh, amidst the charnel house here in the front room of this warehouse. Uh, with just dwarven corpses and a lot of all of your blood also from a very prolonged vicious battle that it takes first time a dear a trail leading back, well. a trail leading back. <laughs> actually if they're using blunt weapons there wouldn't be a whole lot of blood oh. from us yeah there would be there would compared, <laughs> yeah. compared to them i mean no it's not gonna cut your limbs off you're not gonna get volleyed, but like, I'm pretty sure a two-handed maul that's hitting you for 70 damage is going to produce... Yeah. Um, it'll rip the skin. And it, it'll break bones, but most of the damage is gonna be internal. And you'll probably cough up a fair All my bleeding's too. internal, that's where the blood's supposed to be. <laughs> <laughs> uh, she's poking uh, out his ribs. Honestly, yeah, Resme doesn't look much better or less shaken than she does. Resme actually also looks disintegrated white. a dude's spine, so like, yeah. Well, there's... it's more like this is the first time she's actually killed what she considers to be like normal, not crazy cult people or monsters or random like, like literal. She killed a bunch of triad dudes. Yeah, but they were trying to kill her, and they were slavers. Let's face it, they earned it. These guys are trying to kill you. Yeah, but these guys are guards, and they kind of believed that we were the enemy. They so... were guarding an illegal if, if the prison. Slavers had if these if the, if the prisoner if these guys were if the slavers had guards, we'd feel bad. But the slavers were just slavers. One of them chased. The slavers me. literally had guards. They had the mercenary crew on the ship, and we didn't kill them. After you actually didn't kill any of them. They did surrender immediately. One yeah. of them. One of them um, chased me when I tried to run away. Well, you were being annoying. What a cad. I cast one spell. Two Apparently, spells. it was really annoying. Toot. Well, as Bronzebeard's <laughs> looking around, he stands back up again. All right, well, first thing to do is certainly going to be to secure this building. As far as I was aware, this was abandoned. This is a warehouse hadn't been used for anything. I suppose that's why they chose it. Oh, it's, it's been repurposed to be oh. this. That much I can see. He just kind of gestures towards the passage leading back to the cells and that extra second door in the, the iron barred frame. Also been made to look abandoned. He kind of pointed at that. Well, this looks like it's been installed recently. This metal gate hasn't been here for long. It certainly wasn't an original part of the building. You can see it's just been attached to the floor at a surface level. It's not attached to the foundations or anything at all. Like you'd traditionally want for something aiming for this amount of structural stability. 
fight Torag cells back there? Yes. Well, it was not as big of a deal as it might seem. Unfortunately, they used a pretty normal lock. And they did not search me thoroughly. Uh, well, whatever happened to you here, at least on the surface, as done to you by the Guild of Arms. It may not have been at my order, but it was my men. And you have, for what little it's worth, my apologies. That I allowed this to happen on my own watch. Oh, you, you're forgiven, of course, but, but sir, I, I do feel the need to point out the fact that there could be a coup going on right now. They, they led us to believe that it was fairly imminent, and I would prefer not to have any more of your men die today. Of course. Um, Lieutenant Hemlock, this is your investigation. I imagine you have the most information about what's going on here. What do you recommend? And uh, she nods. Kind of takes a moment to compose herself. Commander, I advise that Mountain Heart Ordovim be contained in his home, placed under house arrest, observation by members of the Guild of Arms that you can trust, that you know you can trust. You can stake your life on. I'd volunteer to lead him if necessary. As you said, I know the most of this investigation. I've been pursuing it for some time. I can't allow him to contact any more agents he might have, pulling strings or have any organization. I'd also request some agents from the Guild of Spells uh, to surveil his house as well. Instead, he doesn't have any magical way of contacting anyone he may be working with or pulling anything else together. Organizing any kind of resistance, staging any sort of a coup from within his own home. And the commander nods. And I'd agree. I'll have it done immediately. And Lieutenant, you're more than welcome to take the lead of this if you need. Uh, have you, you've been investigating. I think, again, you have the best eye on this. But choose some of your fel a fellow guildsmen that you feel you can trust. I'll write you a commission, sign it, seal it. You take it to Ma the Mountain Heart's house. Archmage, your witness. And he uh, just kind of adds, Oh, of course. You'll head with the Lieutenant then to the Mountain Heart's house. Make sure he doesn't leave. Bring a Fiori Magi and make sure he's not able to contact anybody. Okay, I trust you. And he just sort of nods. And he, the Archmage, just seems almost curious about this entire situation. Like, he's approaching it just the same way he did you telling him there was something wrong with the wall. A hand on his beard, looking over it, brow furrowed a bit, clearly thinking, analyzing, looking over as much as he can. Of course, Commander. Our guilds have their differences, but both have the good of, good of Kovlar in our hearts. Something it seems that the Mountain Heart may have lost sight of. Very well then. And he steps back for a moment, and with a brief casting of a spell that you would immediately recognize, both either of you would immediately recognize from the incantation as Dimension Door, uh, disappears, presumably to meet at the, uh, the Mountain Hearts estate. Lieutenant comes out. Uh, she'll cast Allegro, uh, and fleet step Lieutenant, so she can get wherever she wants to go extremely fast. Stumbles a little bit with a surprise burst of speed. Up to Commander Bronzebeard, does the same salute, bows her head briefly, and immediately she turns to move to uh, right towards the Guild of Arms to collect some men. Uh, the commander reaches out and puts a hand on her shoulder. Lieutenant. I thank you for this. 
I know it was hard pretending pretending to be a carpenter, but you did a good job. Yeah. <laughs> the city of Kovlar thanks you as well. Tell her I guide your step, and the fires let you away. And she nods, I commanded. And uh, before motioning, one of the guards is there to join her, heads off towards the guild hall. So commander kind of looking around. All right, then. I take it from the situation and the state of several of you. You haven't had much opportunity to glean anything from this location. Uh, actually, that's not true. What did you find? So, it... We managed to speak to the, the, the priest, and uh, we had a little, uh... Well, he allowed me to use telepathy on him, so I was able to encourage his memories and see what he saw. There was this creature, I think, Raz, what did you call it? I've completely forgotten. I think it was uh, something like Harasite. Harasite? 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 It was undead. It was an undead thing. Really gross to look at. Very terrifying. And Within the walls of Kovler. Apparently the Druskar here as well. It's connected to the magma, the magma pipes. The thing that runs through the forges. Yes, it's in an area where one of the, the big pipes goes. There can't be that many of those, right? Well, they mostly channel out into the Earthfather district to powder a bunch of the various forges, but... That's where they're holding the prisoners. Once the whole of Sagarok had a network all interconnected, but those channels beneath Kovler, they're in use. They're, they're hot. Nothing could pass through them, could they? We also found me, Mr. Chishik found markings on some of your buildings leading throughout the districts, too. The, and I just sketch out the marking really fast. This... Hi. That's the forgotten sun symbol, to be certain. It looks like, um, what is it? Don't, 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 don't criminal enterprises and cities use those to mark secret locations and pathways? They're Essentially, and they have mapped out your god's routing, and any time they need to get somewhere unnoticed, they follow the symbols. So it appears, when the council was last called, seemed to have been through then, hi. Yes. Slavers are working inside of your walls, and apparently there are undead nearby too. We do not know exactly where though. Now I'll be the first to admit I don't understand much of how magic or any of that nonsense works. That's the Archmages. I assume he's gone. Yeah, he's uh, gone. He's 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 gone. Like, he he he, he used feels like he's like probing around him. Like he's, he's not here. He's he used blind. his spell to leave. Has has he done that with you before? Or has he? kind of disappeared, and he's been in there the whole time. Wouldn't be the first time. Oh, that's annoying. That's not very but polite. It is fun, though. The Wall of the Ancients in the north of this city. It's not just a wall of stone. You, you know, it's a wall of magic. Of course. Undead shouldn't be able to exist within the bounds of Kovler. But if you say that this network is much older than the bounds of Kovler, it's possible that they're using part of the network that you don't think is in use anymore, and so you don't patrol it. Well, the wall predates Kovler as well. All the walls once stood full around Sagarok. And it but, wasn't until the Orc armies took them down that their magic failed. If they'd breached Kovler, our fate would have been the same. But it's possible they could have weakened a small part of it. Perhaps. They did steal uh, the anti-magic rune. 
They did. Before whatever was... Oh, whatever this is. That was what the Archmage and I were attending to today. A thorough inspection of the walls. Ensuring that the enchantments were in order. We had made some progress, but there was still much to be explored. Let us briefly see if there's anything to be learned here. And he uh, motions for uh, a couple of guards that have... Uh, one that had come with the original pair and two other guards now that are masked outside to come inside with him. And just motions them to go through these different doors at either side of this and just start looking through the area. Commander? Of course, I trust you as much as my own men. You're free to look around as well. Help could, us find anything if you can. Could I ask for your forgiveness, please? I can't imagine what for. If you're forgiven for... It's I'm, kind of gestures to the ground. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry I hurt them. Judging I'm so this, sorry. Look, I can see the state of you. I was nothing short of self-defense. I'm just looking at Mr. Sheen here. He seemed to have taken a fair bit of the brunt of it. Several times over, I think. But we... I can't imagine if you hadn't fought them. You would have had a much different fate. You did what you had to do. I have three broken ribs. That one right there chased me. Up and down the hall, back and forth. How are you still standing? I played dead. I mean, you're not the only one. He has five. <laughs> so... As the guards start to there, there. branch out, it one... Gets, it gets easier, I promise. I don't want it to get easier. One stays with the commander, and the other pair head back first through this main pathway, where the fighting had clearly happened back to where the cells are. Uh, neither of them immediately branch off through these doors, but Commander Bronzebin and the other guard at least go towards the open one to uh, briefly check through and make sure there aren't more dwarves back there more either guild of arms agents or prisoners or anything but the group of you are able finally to look about the prison a bit as you will see if there's anything to find anything useful any information perhaps that may have been kept here what do you do i'm going to actually start by inspecting the persons of the uh sling guards and see if I can find anything. So looking over the four guards themselves that were found, uh, each of them is kitted up in fairly powerful arms and armor. Uh, like all members of the Guild of Arms here within Kofler, they're not just wielding short swords some guy made in his backyard. This isn't a Cypress Point situation where people are fighting with hoes and picks against a pirate invasion. This is a well-staffed and well-funded I should probably also specify Marshall's version of searching the corpse is literally just picking it up and shaking it. <laughs> like a school I think Markov didn't make these weapons. Markov certainly did not make these weapons. Uh, their weapons, their armor, are all finely crafted and clearly reinforced with at least some runic magic. In addition, each of the guards on site here carries a set of keys, uh, one of which larger than the rest would fit into the lock of the front door of the prison itself. Uh, whereas several other smaller ones would be to the suite of cells inside as well as the back door. Uh, and there is one additional key which ostensibly will probably go to one of the two doors on the side. Uh, but other than that, while they are in here, they didn't seem to have much on them. 
No papers, no um, notes or anything. Not on their actual persons, no. So. Uh, that said, there is a, a desk, and then like there are these two rooms off to the side, but they're not like carrying a lot of documentation. I'll on them. cast detect magic, and I'll look for any runes or symbols which might suggest there's something more than the surface on any of the walls or doors. The building itself appears to be entirely mundane. Uh, you don't detect anything <laughs> out of the ordinary, other than, of course, the abundance of abjuration signatures. Uh, coming from the armor and weapons of the slain guildsmen. Uh, inside the entryway, as well as the desk and the side rooms, you would find no actual magic. Raz is on. Snaps his fingers. Ah! Ah, this might not work. He's going to look for a place on the ground that is clean with no blood, pull out about a 4x4 four four piece of paper, lay it on the ground, flatten it out, hand a charcoal stick to Mataz, Grab a charcoal sit, stick himself, sit in the middle. He's going to cast Retrocognition. I'm going to go ahead and pop this bad boy right now. I keep the key. So he's focusing his he's focusing his inner thoughts, and he's just auto-writing on the on the piece of paper with Mataz also auto-writing. It's everything that comes into mind. Recalling past events from the past 10 days, impressions. Sherlock Holmes is the, the yeah. case. Yeah. Or Trying else. to get some impressions. It's not vision. It's just impressions. So, or cryptic clues. as you get these, as you sit down and you start to channel this magic, this paper spread out all around you, uh, you start to link with this sight itself, uh, touching some of these echoes, these emotional impressions that have been left behind by things that have happened here. And at first, there's an immediate overwhelming flash of pain, rage, and fear. Uh, I need you to make a little save. You did cast retrocognition in a room where you just murdered four people. Which, uh... That's my trauma. That's shared trauma. It's everyone. That's a 18, 18 on, the, on die. the die. It's a total of a 40. Yeah. Uh, so with a 40... This is a pain you have already very recently experienced, so... Get past this. It is... You can, you can push yourself through it fairly well, but you feel the fear. You feel the despair. You feel the pain of the guardsmen. You almost experience a spectrum of impressions, of emotions, from the other side of this fight. You feel the overwhelming confusion of the guy who just decided to go home. You feel just almost blind panic from a dwarf, fear of some omnipresent god or magic or doom of some kind. But linking throughout all of this, you feel a fear. Not a fear of death, not a fear of you, but something deeper, something more of almost a basic instinct. Like a fear for their people. Uh, these guardsmen fought. They fought you. Terrified that if they failed, Cobbler would fall. They felt that. But going further back, you get hints. It deadens massively. But hints, almost a little distant of a tiny light in the distance, dim, dark, a flame nearly extinguished. 
And as you think back in time, it grows a little bit in strength, I mean, bigger and brighter until you can feel yourself some days in the past where this light is defiant. This light is a beacon of honor, dedication, and a similar bit of fear, that same fear for Kavler before whisking out of the building entirely to be replaced with a near empty nothingness, just a dull weight of time just passing. That your magic comes to an end. Because you can only go back 10 days, right? Yeah. What you got right now, it reaches back no further. You got more impressions in the sight that you can. The only things you're really taking away is this strange linked feeling of a connection to a city and its people and every emotion here tied to her defense. Raj is just gonna like space out while he just thinks very hard. What about you three? I'm gonna look around for more of those symbols. See if this is a marked building. Uh, so you expect inspector on the outside, seeing if there's anything flagged here. Uh, but while it's a much larger building than a lot throughout the Earthfire District, or throughout the city, really, it was a large warehouse once. You don't find anything similar to that emblem, anything similar to that symbol of Droskar to label this building as part of that same network, that system, or that path that you found in the Earthfire District. I'm going to throw some more healing on Roshin. So Roshin is actually that last spell she cast put her to her major curse mode. So she's feeling uh, a bit restless and violent. So she's just kind of kind of restlessly pace for a bit until her curse calms back down. So she's going to refocus. And once she does that, then she can actually cast spells and have it be meaningful <laughs> instead of like risking losing them. All Do the time. you try to refocus while uh, Resme? Rashik's outside checking the building. You're checking these bodies. And while you find nothing on these bodies, Marshall, uh, the desk that's just inside the door here, uh, where some papers that were on a surface have kind of been thrown asunder by the quick defense and the fact that I'm pretty sure somebody tried, you, you tried to throw somebody over that table at some point in the fight. So the papers are sort of around, but it's easy to collect them and look through. Uh, a lot of it is simply log logistical. Okay. Uh, organization of payments... And food and water and supplies that need to be moved around to, well, Nothing have really this function. Yeah. Uh, but it's not all logistical. Uh, there definitely are some direct orders, uh, many from Sergeant Stonehill, uh, standing protocol that these guards within this building were to follow. Hmm. Uh, it includes some interesting notes. Uh, paraphrasing some highlights of this, none of the guardsmen here we're on any other business with the Guild of Arms right now. I'm there gonna were... take those papers, fold them up, and stash them in my beard for later. Okay, do you do you realize they're important to take them, or do you keep reading them and then put them away? Marshall doesn't need to keep reading, he just stuffs Fair them enough, in his beard. Like, this looks important. Beard. Beard. That's his real bag of holding, is this beard. You stick your thing in your <laughs> oh, beard here. It's kind of like how you soak, you have cheek pouches, you can hide things in your beard. It's pretty much. Raz, are you okay? 
yeah. Um, I'm fine. I'm perfectly fine. Um, can you go over there? Mr. Roshin, I need to talk to you for a second. You're uh, in the what distance. is this? <laughs> That's shoe resume away. I don't need her in the room when I tell you this. What, but, why? Uh, it'll hurt your, um, um, delicate sensibilities. I'm, I'm not a kid. These, these <laughs> men were fighting for Kalbar. They believed wholly in the hearts that they were there doing the right thing. They were innocent, driven by fear, believing if they failed that Kalbar would fall. Oh, yes, that's, that's typically how most revolutionary fighters go. Um, that said, if they're working with the Triad, they have something on them or they've been lied to. Uh, most likely that prior one. Uh, um, that, that latter one, I should say. And the sergeant uh, apparently felt the same way. Something else. Um, a stronger will that came in, but I don't know who it was. Um, that said, can you say a right for them? Certainly. Please. Um, Resume will bow our head with you. I feel like it's the most appropriate thing to do. I kind of look over at the commander. Bronzebeard, uh... They're mostly just kind of stationed at the door. Uh, he sort of bows his head for a moment as well. Milani, your blessing upon these souls. They fought for what they believed was right in their hearts. And though they fell and died trying, as many of your children do, it's worth a righteous end. Take care of them. And it's just that brief. Amen. I expect nothing more from Rush. I have no fears. I'll be certain that the Guild of Faith will see to their proper funeral organizations. All that needs to be done for them and their families. Whether they believe they were doing right by the city or not. No man in death is above any other. Well, not entirely true. Will, will you accept Guild on behalf of their families? The what? It's a custom where if somebody is responsible for the death of somebody, they have to give something to their family, not to make up for the death, but to help support them. What? Financial compensation. I, I'm glad I'm outside and financial compensation. That. No, it's not about financial oh. compensation. It's about the fact that they just lost somebody who supported them, and I don't want them to go hungry. But you say I mean, it as though it's an actual custom. It is. And Brunswick puts his hand up again. The guild has systems for this. Losing men in battle is far from unheard of. Be it uh, bandits on the roads, worms or worse. Severance is organized by the guild. You need not fear for their families. Be taken care of. I'll treat them as I would any other who lost their lives in service of the guild itself. That's good. So, he just kind of looks at Marshall and looks at your beard. I, uh, looks back found at Marshall. Oh, I pull the papers out of my beard. You might want to take a look at this. He takes it and starts, uh, Looking through these uh, various missives and standing orders and protocol sheets and everything here. Well, one thing does seem for certain. I've worked with Sergeant Stonehill for many years. 
This does seem to be his hand and his word. But uh, given everything you've told us to, and, and the rest of the Council of Regents, it's not impossible it's been forged, no? Uh, perhaps forged and perhaps uh, a different man uh, who looked very similar to the sergeant who was the one who locked us in those cells. I mean, magic's a wonderful thing. That's his. Stonehill himself, you claim. He certainly bore his appearance. Um, my understanding is that uh, the sergeant... Where did you say he was, Resme? He was supposed to be accompanying you, was he not? As you went to mint with the, the Archmage. Was he with you the whole time? Or even at the time when we were being transported? He wasn't involved. Well, he was back at the guild hall overseeing some inventory of our stores. The guild hall seems to seem to believe he was with you. It looks like him or someone who looked a lot like him told two different people he was going to be two different places. And it seems he can't be accounted for. And then it seems as though, I'm afraid, uh, if it is a setup, it's a quite a thorough one. Well, about that time, I'd come back inside, having not found any symbols. That's unfortunate. That certainly means I'm unaware of who I can trust, then. It seems even my own guildsmen are could be placed under extreme scrutiny. Well, one thing you can actually think about, um, given that the way... Never mind, I don't know what's in the papers. Yeah, they've personnel listings here. It seems like the first very station, at least. There was only eight, eight of them that were at the location. I see four bodies. There's four unaccounted for. We assume one starts in Stonehill. One of them ran away. One of them left. He decided not to fight. There's at least two others that must not have been here at the moment. Hmm. Those papers, it looks like they were assigned here for the full time. Uh, are there any other unaccounted for positions or perhaps unstaffed sections that they might have been assigned to as a cover? They had interim, it looks like. Uh, these are patrolmen. Whether the night and the day shift, a mixture of both. It looks like they had a rota going through here. A pair of them were patrolling the city. A pair of them were to other duties, and four were here watching over the prison at any given time. Here, free to take a look as you wish, but... They were keeping up appearances. They dedicated what looks like it may have been all of their free time to watching over this place. That room, it's beds and lodging. They slept here. Hmm. Anytime they weren't directly working on the employee of the guild, they were watching this prison. Hmm. They truly believed in whatever it was they were doing. Yes. These men, they have families. People who would miss them. It'd be quite a, they'd be gone for quite some time. Most all they do, I... I imagine they must have told them something as well. Hmm. Do you think their families could be at risk? If that's a concern, it's not one you need to worry yourselves. You've done more than enough with this. The Guild of Arms will handle things. I have to find men I know I can trust and dispatch them and ensure that if their families are at first safe, and second, not further involved. For certain. I think... There is a little bit of good news. The symbol that uh, Reza and myself have found is not located on building. I believe these men have been deceived into thinking we were the bad guys. I see nothing uh, in any of this paper that's outside of the ordinary operation of the Guild of Arms. It's all up to protocol, documentations, all as it would be on official business and missions. I see nothing to invest, uh, to indicate any kind of a connection to this cult, to the Forgotten Sun, or any worship of any kind. 
They're running this like they would any other mundane business for the guild. I mean, why why wouldn't they? It's a good enough system. And moreover, I suppose that uh, it indicates that uh, perhaps these men were simply uh, devoted, yes, but uh, rather easily deceived than um, patrolmen Give were fairly of a low station. Given limited information. This is this is all the paper you found. This is every, everything we found. I gonna start rifling through it. And uh, Bronzebeard takes a couple steps over to the other side of the other door, and uh, just reaches down to the handle and jostles it, and it's locked. And he uh, kind of looks over. Hey, did you find any keys on any of them? Oh yeah. I just pulled a set of keys out of my beard. He flips through a couple and uh, tries one or two. Before they get in and he gets the, the door unlocked and opens it. Oh, it seems to be an office. Might be more of interest in here. Hmm. He's ahead inside. It's a fairly large office. It's 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 got a lot of space, actually. Uh, it looks to be flippy, flippy, flippy. Where are you, map? How big is it? Uh, about 12 feet square around of actual room space and another eight feet in the back which is just a massive stone countertop which is set both into the back wall and both side walls hmm. uh, with a single chair a simple wooden chair has been brought up in front of it but spread across this counter table desk here is a litany of various maps schedules informations missives and communications oh boy i do believe that's the jackpot mm. yeah take out the eye of the wise this is going to scurry over. Information. And as you start peeking through all of this here, this is much less traditional Guild of Arms organization. This is much less like, 0700 schedules, uh, codes, and direct orders and commands and procedure and protocol. There are uh, communications that have been exchanged. It looks with several other hands. Uh, one of which you would all be able and it looks like here uh, in this office was safe enough at least they thought that this is this is stuff they definitely would not have <laughs> expected to be discovered or uncovered especially not so abruptly before they could do anything about it several of the communications here are actually signed by emberbeard uh it is clear that sergeant stonehill has been in direct contact with her Organ oh. and the Mountain Heart organizing a lot of this. It looks like the majority There's of the communication the is with Mountain Heart Odovim, but there is a handful from Emberbeard that seem to have kind of circumvented their little organization system to order things specific here. One of which is a request that the five agents of the council need to be apprehended immediately. I don't care if you have to frame them. I don't care if you have to make up a crime entirely. But find them, bring them here, and ensure they never see the light of day again. How convenient that we have provided the crime that they could have gone arrest us for. I mean, it seems like old Marshall may have spurred a catalyst here. This may have been near inevitable at some point, as all of the guards that worked here were taking time to do their city patrols. It looks like it was almost a matter of time before they would have found some reason 
to haul you in anyway. You got a license for that sea uh, that seafood roll. <laughs> it's a short Straight to prison. Straight to prison. <laughs> short supply it is. You've been paying your oxygen tax. <laughs> <laughs> I accuse you of stealing someone's sweet roll. <laughs> oh, I saw you touch that chicken. <laughs> I did not care what you done for the city. You're under arrest. <laughs> you're lucky you're not slaying you in the streets. <laughs> you're just over here petting a chicken. Like, it's so sweet. Why would I not pet? But the he's chicken? so soft. Nothing. <laughs> I mean, if you think about it in reality, it would be me either beating somebody up or taking a wild chicken and just shoving it in my mouth. Drunken food. Orderly. But aside from Emberbeard's mm -hmm. direct direction... Mm, that's not even a charge in Dwarven City. That's this why I finally place. got charged with it. Besides, <laughs> 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 the they, they would be. arrest us for resisting arrest. Oh, sorry. Sober and orderly. What is it? Disorderly conduct? That's it. The blanket, just like, eh, disorderly conduct. Uh, the <laughs> other than Emberbeard's direct order to fire uh, to Stonehill, uh, and this, all these, these communications look like they're two Sergeant Stonehills. appears to be an office he was using. Uh, to apprehend the five of you and ensure that you are squirreled away in this prison. Most of it's from the Mountain Heart. This prison appears to be largely exactly what you expected it to be. A place that he was holding people that knew a little too much or were looking a little bit too far. Uh, it does... It's evident that the Mountain Heart is working directly with Emberbeard. But what there's not any information on is to the why they are in league together, why he's helping support them. It's clear from the information here that Sergeant Stonehill, at the very least, is aware of the cult of Drosker. Uh, not only is he aware of them, he's aware that Emberbeard leads them. And uh, a lot of what they imagined this prison was going to be for was containing enemies of the cult that needed to be put away. Huh. Oof, that's very incriminating right there. It's pretty bad. That this is this a, is this is you are going to jail forever. The yeah, table. that's that's this treason. Is, that's double this treason. This is this is the high. It's clear that he was. This is the like the safe house. Like, well, the stuff that no one was ever supposed to find. That bit's treason. What that was, bit's heresy. That bit of theirs apostasy. That's, that's like chess that level word. treason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but beyond that, not only are they working with the cult. It seems the Mountain Heart has been in contact with them. Like, he has been to their station. A place referred to several times as the Hidden Forge. But unfortunately, its exact location does not seem to be information that Stonehill has. I know how but to get you that know information. The Mountain Heart knows where it is. Oh. If you take a man's ankles, he tends to tell you what you want to know. <laughs> also, you could just enter his head. But I like ankles. I it's like brains. It's also noteworthy that they went through all the effort of establishing this prison and taking everyone here because the Mountain Heart, whatever it's after and whatever he thought he was doing, did not want to and would not execute people no matter how against them they were no matter how much they stood in his way he was not willing to just remove people entirely Murder. he's that willing to disappear you to super jail for an indeterminate amount of time that 
speaks to an interesting level of loyalty. Oh. But even with the five of you, it seems it was the mountain. It seems Embermere just or Emberbeard just wanted to freaking kill all of you. But the mountain heart kind of downgraded that to capture. Well, the man's forsaken his oaths and uh, forsaken his friends and forsaken his government. He has to have some principles left, otherwise he'll just go insane. Or he just doesn't want to get his hands dirty. Or I he think thinks... the high trees and gets them pretty well, dirty. Blur bloodied. No, well, you don't have a direct uh, location of the hidden forge or any true information about it. Some of the maps and charts about some of the patrols highlight a couple areas of interest within the uh, Earthfire District. Mm. Uh, predominantly, one request coming in from the Mountain Heart that they contact the Anvilers Guild about an issue with Magma Channel 4. Ooh. Uh, the That's Magma Network enough. beneath the city is divided into a about nine massive channels that are the network that feeds throughout the Earthfire District and some other select few places. Uh, different sections of this pipeline are labeled numerically for maintenance and ease of identification. So if that specific magma channel, did I say four? Is yeah. that the number I said? You magma, can say four. If magma channel four, I just picked a number. It's a good thing I wrote it down right if, away. If, I forgot it immediately. If magma <laughs> channel every time. four, <laughs> I just say a different number. <laughs> if magma channel four is the one that's feeding this pipeline that you saw, in your tele uh, telepathic connection with Talos, that narrows the search down pretty dramatically. To a much smaller section to about a quarter of the district. Combined with a lot of other information you've uncovered so far, it's not impossible you could find this place on your own. But you also now know, seemingly beyond a shadow of a doubt, that the Mountain Heart knows exactly where it is. And I, was... I believe a whole bunch of dudes <clears throat> just went to place Winter House Rest. I so think... you also know where to find him. I'm sure that'll go swimmingly. I'm I, sure everything I, will go perfectly. I really do think we should we should go check in on that. Right, right. Oh, if, my head's clearing up a bit. If we can ensure that the job is done correctly, we can leave him there and come back tomorrow. Yes, I I could use a good night's sleep and perhaps maybe maybe you could brush my hair and maybe we could do makeup tonight. Uh, I could use a little distraction. It's good to get all the grime out of it. Actually, you're you actually look fine. That's because you're awesome. Oh, maybe I get the grime out of mine. She didn't get oh, hit. Oh, goodness. I'm pretty sure most of it is mine. I just kind of look at Bronzebeard and I'm like, So, uh... Caught a Warhammer in the temple. Get some pork oh, and some beer yeah. and uh, call it a night for now. Yeah. I'm afraid not. I'm sweet. Um, with what I know now, this isn't something I can simply ignore, obviously. The rest of this forage day and much of the night, I imagine, it's going to be vetting my own men. I'll have to be damn sure that anyone that learns anything about this and... Just kind of gestures to the wide open front door. Given the state of the situation, there's no use in attempting to contain that knowledge now. Uh, uh, in, uh, in, incidentally, uh, I believe that um, the uh, oh oh dear, she um, she didn't she guys she, wasn't she the one who told you to go to go see the weapons master? We should probably tell her what happened, or she's going to be awfully confused. That makes sense. Oh, yes, head of the Envelope Guild. We were in the middle of an investigation for her when we were waylaid. Uh, well, my guildsmen will collect all this information from this warehouse here. Organize together what we can to present the formal case against the Mountain Heart. Obviously, this is a stand in the Regent. This is something only the Council itself can decide. Which will be 
somewhat difficult seeing as well, there's no way to know if he's the only one involved in all this. That said, other than perhaps Lieutenant Hemlock, the group of you are obviously the ones who know the most about this. If this is in some way related to your Scarlet Triad or that code you uncovered. I'll have a writ prepared for you and word sent along to the lieutenant. I have half a mind to believe even if I didn't, she'd let you anyway. But you have my permission to speak with the Mountain Heart yourself. If you wish to learn anything further from them. Spectacular. Good. I have better faith. You know the questions to ask than I would. There won't be any questions. We shall just be getting inside his mind and fighting out what he has to hide. Well, perhaps unless I know the better. <laughs> that sounds very unpleasant. I'll organize things here, head back to the guild hall, and I guess prepare a process to ensure that I can trust me on men. But I feel like I said this every other day since you've been here. Not only do I thank you for your service, but the city of Kovler does as well. Yes. Truly. I don't believe our city's faced anything like this before. Not even when it was just the district of Sagarok. Not since the orcs invaded, and that was far more direct. The triad are nefarious. If... Cowards? If you won't think it awkward for me to say so, your city is blessed to have you. You really are a very fine man. Sounds like a marriage proposal. <laughs> Raz looks like I could you. dwell on how I could have prevented this, what more I could have done, how I could have kept better tabs, but... None will change what's happened. All I can do is take this knowledge and hope it can be more useful going forward. But I thank you, Mr. Ismay. Raz looks the commander in the eye and just vomits blood. <laughs> well, he he doesn't me. even blink. Just <laughs> The mountain heart won't be going anywhere. Not unless he's got far more organized than we imagine. So there's no hurry for you speaking with him or following this up. Truth be told, I wouldn't blame you one bit if you up and left Kovler and turned back to your homes. You've given us enough information, hopefully, to root out the rest of this our own, uh, ourselves. We just is, want a bath. There is a very personal vendetta that will be sought through to the very end of the last Scarlet Triad member's life. Do what not worry. Said. We just have so many reasons to stay. Oh, trust me, I got a very large list of reasons to take care of them myself. I got Roisin smell in my mouth. It don't taste pleasant. I'm going to go home or go back <laughs> to the inn and bathe. That's watch. probably wise. I mean, I'm not in much better shape. I can't. <laughs> I don't believe. Last time I was exposed to civilians that had to go through anything similar to what you did. It was a merchant caravan. Ran afoul of a purple worm nest. They were juveniles, the worms, but still. The damn massacre. Raz, do you need a band-aid? I don't, I don't think that's enough. I need a lot. For what is worth, do you care about the uh, weapons of these people? What do you the, mean? The uh, magic specifically. I'd like to take some, uh, whatever they have. Are it you serious? Yes. Look, if I'm honest with you, we've a lot more in our coffers than our armory than we do to put on our men these days. And are you serious? I mean, are I you may telling me you don't want to hit someone as hard as they hit you? They hit really hard. Yes, I'm aware of how hard they hit. Yeah. As this is being He's discussed, asking. I'm kind of whistling and walking away as I totally don't have one of them stashed on my back. This is <laughs> a two-handed maul. It's not subtle. Like, it's she, very clear. Barbarian good stealth. behavior that we should be encouraging. No, it's reasonable. This, uh, I suppose, consider the commission. What payment I can give. I suppose it simplifies us having to embroil in the bureaucracy of the city any more than we need. 
Well, I'm all for that. And I can chalk it up as losses. Here Honestly, for the end of our confidence, it works better this way regardless. Oh, good I, counting. I, I'm so confused, but we're, certainly we'll have need of them before long, so we'll take it. Did you not ask about that? Better to ask than assume. So, See? did you get hit in the head when we were fighting there? I know, I had Several to nice times. To My logic is I have to have a trophy for everything I kill. Well, having permission to <laughs> take at least the weapons and armor of these men here, as I mean, you're not like defiling the bodies. You already beat them to death. They're pretty <laughs> yeah. well defiled. I mean, like. They were pre defiled. You know, Scrabbled some brains. Take also, I don't know if you saw it. Back. I don't know if you saw it, but Rest. apparently I got oh, a hero point. Yeah. Oh, did you? I have not actually been looking at like the chat half an hour very much. Ago. Uh, I have been doing stuff. But if you had a hero point, was it like way scrolling up? I'll, I'll trust in you. No, he, he's right. He did get a hero point. I, I was trying to see if I could potato. see it to see who it came from. It's from Jake. It's but from I, Jake. Oh, Jake the Impaler. All right. Sorry I missed that. I have not been looking at the chat a whole lot. We've been the, the big Ooh. RP moment for for here. Take this hero point, my good friend. Uh, oh, potato, 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 potato. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, you would be able to acquire quite a few useful things for the list of plus one striking objects that are basically just money, but later. Uh, you would get four plus one striking wormalls. Four set... Uh, they're actually not full plate. Dwarven breastplates to the untrained eye are almost indistinguishable from traditional human full plate. They're very heavy. And... Uh, very immobile, more the school of like a, the cuirass and pauldrons are a single solid piece. <laughs> Mobility is not a high thing. They put a lot of priority in. above this. They anyway. literally can't. This yeah. is as high as they can put their hands up while they've got their armor on. But four plus one resilient breastplates. At this point, I'm just giving you plus one striking things. I mean, I could wait 30 seconds and make you roll dice, but there's literally because it's their millionth plus one striking weapon. We've seen think, this rune yeah. before. It's dancing to in our heads. To be fair, I don't have a resilient rune. Well, you just oh. got four resilient runes for anyone that doesn't have I'll one yet. take one of those and put it on my armor. Yeah, and then whatever it costs, it's the transfer you can figure out later. You need downtime data move and you can do that. Uh, but also in the bunk area where you can see there were six individual stations of cots with foot lockers uh, and it's centered around a square table in the middle of the room a couple of barrels of supplies most of the foodstuffs and drink and water you saw in the back room where they kept your equipment but clearly they had been using this table there's some uh, sets of cards a couple of various games of chance some books there's a lot of the personal effects of these men that are back here um, We're just debunking them. Yeah, there's a small pile of silvers and coppers they've clearly been gambling with. You can just put like 15 silver down if you wanted to take sure. that. You can kife that as well. Uh, but also, they each Evidence. they each would have uh, quivers set on a rack with a set of four plus one composite short bows as well. Just plus one, right? Just plus one. No, those ones are striking. You don't put striking on the backup weapon. Yeah. I, I do. It, uh, it's money. You man. can if you can afford it. That's fair. This is line guards. This is the, there's a hundred of them, like. Take one of the books. All right. Well, I guess we'll put all of the paperwork in the bag of holding so we have it for evidence. Well, Commander Bronzebeard is taking the oh, paperwork. Okay, that's but, fine, then. As long as somebody's taking yeah, it. Yeah, no, he's, he's collecting, yeah, he's collecting all the information, uh, communications and charts and maps that are in here and everything to compile his case against the Mountain Heart uh, to bring us the Regents Council. But with that, it seems there is not 
anything else here for you to find within the prison. So. <sighs> What's on? Ooh, imagine looking at chat. Imagine looking at chat. A villain point. <laughs> oh. I wasn't going to say anything and see how long it took. I this. You never gotten it. No. I like villain points. Thank you, my good friend. I got to find a place in this new setup to put this so I can see chat easier. I need to, like, staple it to my GM screen right here. Just staple it to your forehead. This Dude, is I could take then the thing. Then can't see it, though. The thing is actually nice. Yeah. The, the Wii U controller dock. A fantastic <laughs> phone holder, by the way. Incredible. It's perfect. This man has enlightened me. That's so much easier. I mean, I can probably can... print something like that. Uh, probably. Yeah. I can't imagine you it's anything nowadays. Right? It's a piece of curvy plastic. But I, I don't imagine it'd be hard. The group of you Semi-soft. Uh, done here with the Mountain Heart Odovim's prison. Is it? Are we heading back yes. to the uh, hotel? I mean, to the Gold Sky Inn? Blood. Can we go? Go back? I mean, I'm kind of snapping like my nose that, back or into do you place, actually... so. Yeah, I'm trying not to cough. It would be like yeah. probably, <laughs> probably late afternoon as far as your bodies are telling you. It's about the middle of the forge day. Really? It feels this, like it's nighttime to me. Yeah, this I believe was the day that aligned that you woke up at the start of the actual forge day. This was that aligned day, nice, I think. Like this sounds an awful lot like we're going to rest for eight hours and then sleep for eight hours. Oh, I, I'm probably going to be maybe wise. the entire day. Uh, if the Mountain Heart has some way to escape his house arrest, he's... Almost certainly going to be able to do that regardless. Yeah. We, we need and a, a downtime. If day. not, like, if he's still going tomorrow, or if he's not, like, you going there now is not going to change that. He's either already made an escape or will still be there tomorrow. Uh, you fairly, if you have any faith in the Guild of Arms abilities, that seems safe enough. And besides, after today, it's probably time to rest. If more than half of the Garvey the Armsmen were compromised, they could just take over the city in the open that's true so, we could literally just stage an armed revolt yeah they like, could, yeah. like if there's if they're still playing cat and mouse and shadow they could games. do a military coup if they had that much support yeah right? so, we're probably fine say we have more faith in them than we do at the carpenter's guild why do you need pigeons to why do you gotta like go out of your way to beg on the carpenter's guild man don't they get enough for them hey those... location 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 those car <laughs> he nailed it cobblers two master carpenters and the good spy. work. And the spy. That's why I didn't say three master carpenters. <laughs> Look, the saying down here is walk softly and carry a big rock. Because <laughs> they don't have sticks. Because I mean, yes, they don't need you. carpenters. Thank you, Kobe. I did put that one together. I'm, I'm glad I can help. If, if they had one more, then they'd be four by four. Ah, is funny. Oh, my God. <laughs> so oh the group of you make your way back down through pretty much the hole of they cobbler. they don't have sticks. <laughs> They're fairly, a splinter organization. Fairly bloodied, and uh, Roshin's armor probably looks like a crumpled soda can. Yeah, yeah it is, like, really creased. You're just probably carrying your shield, like, in a hand. Because oh, it it's, fits in my bag of holding now. Oh, uh, like that's fair. It's half. a folded half. It fits in easy. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but you all walking through the streets of the city, clearly showing the signs of this wear. Uh, you get... A fair few looks, but again, the Dwarven culture is not really the same. You're not drawing a weird audience or anything. But you do kind of notice you get a, a nice bubble of personal space around you as you make way back to Gold Sky Inn because... She looks like she smells now. You do look like you smell now. I always look like Violet. I smell. <laughs> Mostly dead. <laughs> but you arrive back at the end. Way back, I got a six level for Marshall. Uh. 
Oh, I appreciate it. But no it. incident. Full of heels and whatnot. Oh, yeah, I definitely need it. By the time you get home, using the uh, in-suite bathing services at this fantastic establishment here. It's en-suite. In-suite. En-suite. En-suite. Sweet. Stop. I'm bugging. Blown the math out of my head. <laughs> <laughs> I see the buffering meal every. Are you trying to work with some... Uh, Seven. Money? <laughs> <laughs> 70? 70. Oh, I'll take it. One digit I just need you like like three more times before you're back to full health. Is that well? Uh, I'm at one, one twenty eight right now. It's so, yeah, at this point, times, so at this point, it. unless there's anything else you were going to do with your day, Cast a lot you could stuff. like yeah, just yeah. use the rest of your heals to bring everyone up and. I'm also gonna I'm sure. repair Roshin's shield. You are no longer. You have no pressure. Yeah. Um, you have plenty of time to just like repeatedly repair the shield. Cool. Uh, you yeah. could spend the rest of your evening, well, recuperating. recovering and recuperating yeah. from that experience. That sounds before. good. Yeah. Uh, and but not a downtime day. Oh, not a downtime. No, day. because it's just the tail end. Okay. It's enough to yeah. get yourselves back up to par before I'm you just, rest. Uh, yeah, I'm just helping patch up. We're all just patching up each yeah. other, I guess. How, how many more? And actually, I'm at full right now, so all my wounded went away. Oh, okay. Um, um, I have plenty of more healing to throw at you. Well, two more. Now that I'm level 13, yeah, you I guys have. have a, I'm sure you have enough yeah, healing that you could bring the entire party back. I'll just yeah. take off some uh, spells. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'll just say I'm at full. We'll go with Two more sixes and a five. Oh, yeah, that's he right. Has two. Two more. Yes. Okay. Two more days. Um. Oh. I'm ready, coach. <laughs> it's, it's pretty again. Oh, beautiful. You know this new eye painted. It's really it's really good. It's really helpful. I don't know why it's helpful, well, but it is. Sleep sessions. I want to try something out of raw curiosity just to see if it does anything. It's probably not going to, but just for the sake of science. Oh god. Ah. Why are you asking Colby to do manual dexterity because things? The closest person to me. Why do I get the gimme? It's my <laughs> my microphone. I'm taking it. This is for me now. Are you gonna pee on it? Maybe. I, I'm just curious. Oh, uh, because whatever, like, what little audio issues you have seem to be in, almost entirely from me. Mm -hmm. I'm, this at least tests if it is microphone or something else. So we'll, uh... I grew attached to that microphone. What? Oh, well... His name is Reginald. Yeah, well, Reginald will serve me well now. <laughs> because it's interesting because, it, it like, if it's a hardware... I, I honestly, I hope you have the problem now. A, because then I don't have the problem. Mm -hmm. It's your problem. <laughs> uh -huh. And B, because that means it's hardware and that's super easy. I just get on the microphone. Um, but... That's an easy troubleshoot we can do right now just to see what happens. Uh, you resting, I imagine sleeping for the night. Yep. Cast on yes, God. Dreaming potential on Mr. Marshall again. Ooh. What are we seeing now? Uh, um, tonight, actually. Lots of potatoes. Yes. He's just fighting his way through a giant potato. Darkness. My old friend. Darkness. Heavy, heavy Hello. darkness. And then you just wake up. I think that's just called sleeping. No dreams. Nothing. 
He didn't actually cast anything. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't have a spell, did you? Did you is actually? It, is, it okay. is it a funny <laughs> time to mention, even but if it is pure? You remember a heavy oppressive feeling the entire time. Okay. It makes you upset. You are very upset with this feeling because you can't do anything about it. Wakes up grumpy. He wakes up grumpy. Great idea. You know what's actually funny? I just got the uh, racial uh, feat that called Defy Darkness where I basically got like super dark vision. So, so it's even, even more frustrating. <laughs> so it's even more frustrating. You're super <laughs> adapting down here in the Dwarven City and like, your senses are really returning. And it's still dark. <laughs> yeah. I so mean, I am extra PO'd as I'm waking up. To be fair, Marshall does wake up every morning and choose violence. That's, I mean, that's yeah. probably just accurate, honestly. That is, that is very accurate, yeah. So as you awaken what will be the next day for you, it would be the middle of the Forge Night. Uh, this is going to be the day where about what would be early afternoon for you, the Forge Day will start in our desynchronized cycle of time. Cool. I, I need to change some runes over. But awaken to the night, yeah, oh, you yeah. would have... A fine, uh, a fine day to possibly reorganize some runes, train, do like you, you know that obviously there is a lot of mess in the city here, oh, yeah. but it seems to be as under control as it really can be. Shadow uh, Wars. You could, yeah. I mean, there's, there's only so much you can do without knowing where this hidden forge is, which is something you had briefly investigated before trying to figure it out, but you have a lot more information. <clears throat> and if some of you wanted to spend your day doing that, it could be worth giving it another attempt. Huh. Mm. You have things narrowed down a lot more than you did before. Do you, as it sounds like you guys are doing a downtime day. Yeah, yeah I, I feel like we need to be, be uh, we don't know what's down there, so we should probably be prepared for Marshall's got to ready himself. I, I, I need, there? I would like to not die, so I'm definitely yeah. going to be moving over the room that's on my armor right now to my explorer's clothing, because my... He tried armor, wasn't a fan, we're going back to no got, armor. Well, now I'm an expert in armor, on armor defense, so it's actually better for me to not have armor That is on. the interesting thing yeah, with the, the, armor, the way the scaling the works. Feet, you only get trained. And it does not get better. Interesting. There's not like an advanced nope. feed because the expert. I honestly not haven't looked through the proficiency nope. feats very much. It's very hard to find something that makes something you're not initially trained out of. Yeah. More than trained. Um, well, it's class identity, though. Yeah, I suppose that's the point. There's mm -hmm. racial feats that like take weapons to your highest um, trained proficiency in weapon, but that's like two feats in. So you're moving runes from your armor back to your clothing. Back because to my clothing. Tried armor. Dalren taught you. It was weird. It's not your thing. We're going back. You, I believe, wanted to take the resilient rune uh, from one of these breastplates and move it over to your armor. You are going to be training. Yeah. What are you two doing? Um, Mr. Sheik. Sorry, I should be saying you because that doesn't mean anything to the podcast, but I think yeah. context at this point, everyone probably knows who all of those yous were. Um, <laughs> Mr. Sheik, you know that cloak you have that makes you makes you super sneaky? Yeah. Which one? The one that makes you look like normal person. Reach into my bag of holding and toss a big gray cloak that's basically a blanket for you. Thank you. I like. I kind of just take it and pin it shorter. I'm going out in the city. Put my put the cloak on. Unremarkable. Yeah. So as you put that on, uh, even though it would should drag on the floor behind you, the magic of the cloak pulls itself up to uh, right above your heels, really, still obscuring much of your form. Uh, and making your silhouette appear much larger, more filled out. Here in Kovler de Glance, you almost look like a dwarf, more than a rat. Now, with a sort of featureless 
really impossible to remember face. A three-year-old dwarf. Something that we haven't actually talked about is investing magical items. That's not really come up yet. Because okay. we're starting to get to the point that you, we're We are by beginning to the point where uh, you can invest up to 10, I believe, yeah. is the limit. You can have 10 items invested. I uh, six. And you can only invest one staff. There's probably other concerns, but which one is the one that you are curious about? The total amount, just to let you know, wearing it does invest it, and if you take it off and put it back on, that invests it again. Okay. I have three invested items. Yeah, I don't think Raz has a ton, <laughs> okay. because Raz mostly just uses the toot, and you don't have to invest the toot, you just have okay. the toot on it. I've got like, five, so I know some of yeah. us are starting to get a lot of them. Yeah, we're, we are getting... I think I only got, like, two. ...up in the higher levels here to where it's not impossible that at some point someone will actually be limited by the investiture cap ever. I still feel like that's relatively unlikely. You would have to yeah. have just a ton of crap. A lot of rings. To, you have to have a ton of rings or something to yeah. cap out on investiture. I mean, crafting and just doing some of that does get you a couple of invested things. Armor and weapons? Are those invested? Nope. Armor and weapons are not are invested. They, no. no, they're not. Okay, then... Staff? Yeah, like, who? <laughs> almost oh, all other right, magic items is. are. Almost all other permanent magic items are invested, okay. but weapons and armor specifically are not. Yeah, I have two then. I think the tater stick is the only one I have. Yeah, tater stick's invested. Yep. You're going to have the fear thing too. Did you ever get the fear no, thing? No, was, we just it talked was about that. Gold and I didn't have enough. All of the gate keys are invested. And yeah, yeah, yeah all, of the, two, all the keys. I, yeah, all yeah, yeah. I have a bunch of those. Invested. So, so uh, Raz is going to go out of town, and are you, my friend? Going to try to seek the hidden forge, yes. so to say. How about you, Roshin? So, um, let's see here. I would like to... First off, I would like to make sure Raz doesn't get kidnapped, but seeing that he has at least a pretty decent disguise, I don't think there's too much of a, of a worry about that. Um, if he got kidnapped, it'd just be regular kidnapped. It wouldn't be like a targeted kidnapping, and he'd probably be fine. Kidnappers can't handle Raz. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine you kidnap Raz and just get synesthesia immediately. Yeah. Like, Regrets. <laughs> And nope. that was the day he turned his life around. Yeah. <laughs> Little Jimmy the kidnapper decided that he would get a real job and make his family proud. That's Little it. Jimmy the carpenter. Little yep. Jimmy. Six. I'm going to join the Carpenters Guild. Why? <laughs> not, you don't, not everything has to be turned into banging in the Carpenters Guild. It's fun. They it's, try their best. Here, here's the thing. We only do it while in Kepler. Uh, because yeah, that's where the Carpenters Guild is. That's the point. <laughs> everywhere else are a legitimate guild. Yeah. Everywhere else is a legitimate guild. Exactly. Um, <laughs> so she wants to see, she knows it's late, she knows it's late at night, but maybe the Guild of Faith has night services for people. So I would, I'd like to go check on that. And if that doesn't work, then she doesn't have too much else she can do aside from... All the services are closed. Oh, no, probably. Bronzebeard's hat. No. Oh, no. Um, I oh, suppose no we could um, we could see about maybe liquidating some assets. We could do that. Maybe there maybe there's some places in the foreign quarter that they're actually still um, open for business because you know. Yeah, there definitely be some things you could sell. You could definitely do shopkeeping. Okay. Because uh, there's enough here. Ooh, get me my wand, please. Uh, uh certainly. Money. Don't about Raz's wish list. He gave you a piece of paper with one item on it. What other? Did uh, you the, get... the stuff I'm selling actually pays for what I'm buying. And uh, I don't have anything. So, uh, if we ever have enough money, it's 
Yeah, just uh, write it down for me again. What's you your weapon proficiency, caster progression man? Is it expert? It is expert. Are you also expert in perception, just out of curiosity? Uh, yes, actually, way out. before I was expert in weapons, interestingly enough. Fair enough. Just wondering for no particular reason. Okay. Liar. I'm so, gonna, is there anything that, that might need legendary perception? There's probably lots of things that require legendary perception. Because I'm a rogue and I get that at this level. Are you actually legendary? Is yeah. it the first legendary we have at the table? Distinctly. I have a plus 28 to perception yep. right now. Holy Jeez. crap. And I have no wisdom. <laughs> or I have a little bit. but That is pretty much the definition of your character. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yep, All perception, fourteen no wisdom. Ah, huh. hmm. easy. He's very shiny, though. So what? Uh, what other runes did we get? By curiosity, oh, I know uh, you got plus ones. You got strikings and plus one strikings and a couple of resilience. Like basically Just plus one strikings, right? Yeah, it's basically okay, all so the stuff that we grind up and turn into money. Okay, yeah. At this mind. point, that is actually just like. Liquid money more. Does the resilience runes do anything for me by chance or resilient runes? It increases do you should already have one. There's, surely you have a resilient rune. You must rune have one. There's no okay, way we haven't put a resilient rune in your ever yeah. no. Never mind. Do you want me to roll for a, a level Just three resilient rune? To transfer it? I think you can manage. Yeah, do you want me to roll? Um, I'm a master now, so Yeah, and you both you both have plus one resilient that you're putting on your No, I'm not putting resilient. I'm changing my uh stealth rune and my plus one rune over from my armor to my explorer's clothing. Do you, you not have a resilient rune? No, I have a resilient one too. I say you better. Sorry. You're yeah. also moving the resilient. Yeah, all three of them. Okay. So it yeah, um, three days. those are all relatively low level, so you would just need to pay the transfer cost. Okay. The 10% of which we can figure out later. We don't need to figure that out right now. Uh, but I c can't imagine either of you. I mean, just roll and don't roll a one. Even Give me some crafting dice, lads. Not a one. No. Even if I rolled a one, the 14. 14. Not a one is what we like to see. And with the power of not a one, you guys, I'm sure, are fine. Uh, Roshin will spend the day traveling around the traveler's quarter, trying to offload what is really a truly impressive amount of equipment here. Uh, it's a lot of gear. A lot of gear, which is going to take her probably about the downtime day to go to all these various places and deal with this. But Rez... Raz, my good friend, you know a lot of things now. Um, you could go about this a great number of ways, but with Trishik's unmemorable mantle, as you head out into streets at night with near nothing but the guard patrols going around, some activity in the traveler's quarters, but I imagine you leave that behind relatively quickly heading for the Earthfire District. What are you doing? What is your thought here? My thought is... We narrowed it down considerably. I'm going to actually keep looking for those symbols and see if I can't discern a, a pathway between them, see if I can't find more of them around that specific area that we kind of have an idea about. Okay. I could say that could be perception or survival, really, so I'll leave that your choice. It's kind of both, because you're sort of tracking and you're sort of looking for things. I'll let you choice that one. We'll do perception. For a total I was like, there's no way you got a 49. Okay. Like, your sheet just told us. My math is like short wire in my brain. 39. With a 39. As you look through the area, the big change that you've found here is this magma channel. Uh, it wouldn't be hard 
for you to have looked through some of the stuff that was there, possibly done a little bit of your own research to figure out exactly what section of the city is serviced by Magma Channel 4 in the Earth Fire District. And it's like f like two full blocks of cobbler, really, which is a good deal of buildings and a good deal of places. But you also know you're looking for these symbols. And working your way around throughout the day, which is their night, under the cover of darkness, uh, exploring the area does yield a couple more of these around. But you don't find any of the symbols as flame inside of a stone archway in the area serviced by the channel itself. Nothing immediately stands out to you. However, as you continue looking, several of these buildings, again, basements are not uncommon. You can't really build up in a city in a cave, so you sort of have to build down. And uh, a couple of them have outside access, kind of like a wine cellar would. And just looking through later in your search as the forge day itself is just beginning. Uh, one of these opening to an alleyway in the northwestern quarter of the district itself is locked by what looks on the surface like a fairly simple iron padlock. But you notice sharp-eyed red that you are. It's a lot more intricate than it appears to be. And as you check it over, there's a place for the key set in the bottom. And around the keyhole itself is a small etching of that same stone arch. You're not Trashik, and you're pretty confident that you, you don't know you can get into this but this very well might be the hidden fort you're looking for. It's a small, nondescript entry to a cellar. There's nothing grandiose or impressive about it. Looks like just the rest of Cobbler. There's no dramatic reveal here. But inside, inside maybe there is. Neat. You walk inside, it's just a brothel. Ah, this is what I thought it was at all. <laughs> <laughs> dramatic reveal. Yes. Well, that's dramatic, I'll give him that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, as the group of you reconvene, as the forge day has gone underway for a few hours, your day of preparation and work behind you, uh, Rasheen out in the town, you would start to hear some news. Hmm. You would hear a bit of talk as you're dealing with some of these merchants. And as the Forge Day gets underway, before you head back to the Gold Sky and you already start to hear some talk in the streets about Stonemason's Guild and their Mountain Heart being arrested within his own home. The Guild of Arms trying to flex its power over the Court of Regents. Some talk about the Mountain Heart being a traitor to the city. Some talk about the Commander trying to organize a situation where he can impose martial law. So, um, this is going to be too good for Roisin to pass up. Uh, so she's going to start some fake gossip while she's going around. I've had such a good influence on you. 
You were the chosen one. <laughs> You're supposed to be above this. No, not at all, actually, because she knows how revolutions start. And the more stories that are going around, the more people are going to split into fractions, which means there's less likely you're going to have an angry mob with a single purposeful action that can't get quelled. Right. So actually, this is very direct and very purposeful. It, it makes sense. Oh, I liked it better when it was just shenanigans. Oh, this shenanigans. Well, right. party mom. She doesn't do shenanigans. Give me a deception. That's a, that's I feel a good would be excuse. the most appropriate die for the Probably role reasonable. <laughs> it's about right. I mean, it's a nine. I don't know. It's not terrible. It's not terrible. Twenty nine. So the twenty nine. So basically, I I heard that the the guild of faith uh, has considered um, in in different tellings. She says either the mountain heart or the commander a uh, a heretic. Uh, and that apostasy, <laughs> and that, that was uh, and then also I uh, heard that the guild of spells may have been involved too, but mm -hmm. I couldn't say for sure, and I couldn't tell you where I heard it from. But nudge, nudge, wink, wink, say no more. Within the city of Kavler, uh, the way the town works, there are some inns and taverns in the Traveler's District that are smaller or family run, but the vast majority of Kavler's citizens belong to one of the guilds. They work for one of the guilds. Uh, even most like shops and bars and anything within the city are run by one of the 10 guilds of the city. So you are this weird looking human lady sewing guild gossip to <laughs> guildsmen. And they, they don't seem to be terribly receptive. Okay. Like, Maybe I make the mistake of trying to gossip about the guild to someone who's in that particular yeah, guild. Yeah, it's... It doesn't go. Guard. Hey, I heard the Guild of Arms was up to some shenanigans. Machine <laughs> <laughs> just gets arrested again. Like, <laughs> it's a bad luck all around, really. But uh, at the end of the day, as you gather back together, your runes replaced. I did Marshall, my plus one. Having been trained, you what? I did my plus one the first day because it's the most important rune. She's moving three. I ranks, guess he so. You have to move them individually. Mm -hmm. That yep. I mean, I would think. I'm a. I'm a give you house. I feel like there's a thing that the fundamentals can just be moved as a thing, but just for purposes of it not taking three days of downtime to okay. just literally move them to a different set of armor. I like uh, that. You could rule. just move them as a set. Cool. Like because they're going from one place to another place. I'll let you get the plus one stealth together at least, and then the resilient from your old armor, and then resilient from the other yeah. new armor would take another day. But you'll be where you were okay. after a one downtime day. And uh, Raz, I imagine, would be sharing with the class what he'd found. Mr. Cheek. Bit my tongue there. Mr. Cheek. That's where all that blood came from. Raz up you. I found it. It's not a exactly big surprise. I assume you followed the little patterns and it led you right to it. Well, no, I kind of wandered around aimlessly until I found one that looked very particularly... Yeah, I followed them. Yes. It's a cellar. I think fancy about it, but yes. there's a padlock right up your alley. Because the cellar's in an alley. That's the joke. Now, <laughs> what we should do is now that we know where it is, it would be good to go talk to men and see if he lies about where it is. I'm, Maybe get some more information. I think I'm just going to go burrow inside his mind for a while. Exactly. That really goes on uncomfortable. that stick, Well, I mean, honestly, if you're going to ask somebody questions, why bother beating around the bush? Just go to the source. I mean, we could always use my method. Your yes, method? 
You yeah, do realize to physically harm this man. To be fair, actually, the both of us we actually got some good information out of Markov. Well, speaking of which, one of us <laughs> should really go and tell the uh, the Anvilers uh, that. Uh, Oh, yeah. That we actually did solve her mystery. <laughs> I, I assume that that could have just been done at some point. No, we did. Well, at this point... It's nighttime. She's probably sleeping. It's reasonable that perhaps Forgemaster Thunderflare would have sent for you, but it seems the events in the uh, Barricade District have kind of superseded much else of what's going on. Uh, obviously, help someone make bad weapon is not as good as one of the regents is working with an outside power to undermine the city of Cobbler. So everything is, seems to have largely taken a back seat to this this revelation. <laughs> All problems Priorities. are equally important to heroes, which we're not. There's one right over here. No. Then there's Markov definitely people. still in jail, though. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, the five of you back, having learned of some location... It being fairly late now, these are all tasks that can wait for another day. And as you rest, this is the fun one, where your day is pretty much just the night. You get the tail end of a forge day, and then it's mostly just night. Yeah. But as you rest, recuperate, awake in the morning, preparing your magic, readying your armor oh, and weapons in case you gotta murder a bunch of people. <laughs> well, you may be very grumpy, but perhaps this is just how Marshall has kind of brought his rage under control, is to just be moderately upset all of the time, instead of not upset or extremely upset. So am I really Bruce Banner? Because at this point, <laughs> uh, you would have finished your retraining. Oh, I have? Yes, oh, and sweet. you now feel, after some weeks of practice, much more capable of controlling your rage, at least to some extent, instead of just going bananas all the time. I feel like it was two Actually, days of practice and four nights of dreaming. Yeah. Probably. Actually, the way, now that you phrased it that way, I just kind of go outside after, and I meet up with the others, and I look specifically at Resme, and I hold up my drinking horn of specific rage wine, as we like to call it. So, my Resme, I think I did it. And I just drop it and break it. I don't need it anymore. You've decided to quit drinking? Oh, no. That's a very important step. Who, We're here to support you. Who are you and what have you done with Marshall? No, 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 no. Watch. I, I just rage and transform instantly and then shrink right back down without the wine. Oh, how nice. Which, I imagine still be quite fatigued afterward, but you'd be able to control it. Oh, that's the point. And then uh, you just see just the calm demeanor of Marshall. See? No sweat, no wine. Thanks huh. to Raz, I think I finally achieved, uh, uh, um, what's that thing? Inner, inner, uh, inner serenity or inner yeah, rage. That both <laughs> tranquil rage. Oh, I'm glad that worked. <laughs> I didn't think that would work. I've never actually used that spell before. Now I've used it four times. I can help anyone. Yeah, you're a good coach. I should make you a suit like Trishik's. I gave him really bad dreams four nights in a row. Huh? Well, I that mean... taught him to control his anger. <laughs> Well, I've heard quitting drinking is always very difficult. Mm -hmm. Oh, I'm not quitting drinking, just the wine. I don't need it. Oh, oh. You're, you're quitting well, wine. It's a stop. At this point, we could make a happy Ken Kaylin night out of you. You're not so much of an angry drunk now, just angry. <laughs> you oh, can be angry and you can be drunk. You can't just you just can't be an angry drunk. Exactly. Which is actually anathema. <laughs> <laughs> so wait. If you're always angry, you're not an angry you're drunk. You're not an anathema. You're just you, just drunk. <laughs> oh, okay. 
I am Which so is uh, what we call a loophole. <laughs> but with that, I think before we get into today's activities, oh, yes. we should take our midstream break real quick. Because while you may not have to drink anymore, Marshall, I have drank a lot and definitely have to pee. So I'm right there. We're going to stand up, everyone, and uh, take a couple of minutes of break. Usually is about five, ten minutes of downtime. So feel free to get some drinks, get some snacks. Stretch your legs. Uh, stretch your legs a bit. That's get definitely what we're going to do so we don't just yes. sit here for uh, four hours straight without moving. We'll give you some highlights to entertain you in the meantime. But when we come back, well, the Mountain Hearts indicted. We may know where the Hidden Forge is. This smacks of progress. Yeah. Stay tuned, everybody. Much progress. Back now. But as we return to our adventures here, back to the Two Perception Show, as always, uh, Again, thank you to Paizo for sponsoring us, having us here. Thank you to Sirenscape, who uh, give all of our cool sound sets and the soundboards and everything, sounds of the city and whatnot. More to come soon, and I'm very excited, honestly, <laughs> to leave the studio and go to the place where mail arrives. But, but we were awaiting on a new day. We've gotten the mountain heart of the Stonemasons Guild arrested. He is certainly at the head of the troubles then Cobbler. But also, Rez may have located the Hidden Forge, a hideout for the cult of Droskar that's been offer operating within the city. You know, if we know where the forge is, we really don't have to talk to Stoneheart right now. I mean, whatever we learn from him, we can learn from him, was going to help us find the lair. But now that we know what the lair is, why don't we just go there? Oh, you're so you've given up on scrambling his neurons around. No, 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 I'm gonna do that later just that for fun. Sounds unpleasant. Still, very unpleasant. Um, don't go into people's brains without permission. How would you know? Well, about the time they're rolling around on the floor, drooling perhaps might be a good clue. Well, also, have you not noticed that it's rather obvious when I start casting? And some people are stupid. Have you seen these dwarfs? Oh, hey. ouch! They called me a wizard. I'm not a wizard. I mean, to be fair, those dwarves got very antsy when I was casting that light spell. Oh, I'm... they didn't like it one bit. I mean, like to that. be fair, if they don't know you anything just... about magic, you do kind of do the whole wizard hat thing. You... It's not a wizard's hat, though. It's 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 a different kind of hat. Wizard's hats are more pointy. Raz, Raz, let, let me be straight with you. So, you're, you're, a smart, you're a smart guy, but remember, dwarves are not very... Uh, um, smart. Why? <laughs> Perceptive. I was going to say diverse. Diverse in the kinds of magic casters that are around. Unless you're a mercenary you... like myself. You've seen all kinds of things. I thought you were going to say that the, uh, the dwarves are not diverse. Now I was going to reference the Carpenter's Guild. Oh, oh they don't count them. They're a very diverse <laughs> lot. All two of them. All two of them. <laughs> Very diverse paths. They're just a couple of delinquents. That's all they really Either way. Dwarven delinquents work with Screw you, Dad. I'm going to go make things out of wood. It's not a phase, Mom. It's not a phase. You see, the Carpenter's Guild. I'm going to make my own guild. I make fun of and back in the academy. The Carpenter's Guild's like the nerds. That's like, you could just I mean, the essentially, I was the guy who's streaming a Pathfinder campaign. <laughs> <laughs> around. Um, oh my God. 
Anyways, as I, I, as I was saying, you just tell them you're doing some sort of weird song and dance and they'll probably believe you. I could do some sort of weird song and dance, but I'm not particularly proficient at it. I could teach you. Oh, you dance very well. Anyways. Oh. Mm, I know songs. Can I show you where the cellar is? Yeah, yes. Mataz, lead the way. All right, so if the group of you are going to head back out through the city to where Raz had located this this cellar. Back in the Earth Fire District, this is, yeah, this is the one where you wake in. What time of day is it? It was just day. You sleep, you wake up. It's still it's day. Still right, it's tail in the day. day. You haven't given us the time of day. The day is so long. I never do. It's, uh, I'm having a hard time keeping track. What I should have done is sat down with my calendar and just like writ written forge days over the top of it. So I stopped having to do the mental process. I thought, it's going like, to like draw out like a highlighter. To like figure a, out what freaking time of day I it is. I thought you like, did do that. It doesn't have little. No, I'm mental mathing this. I saw you. Nick has an Excel spreadsheet for it. Yeah, there you go. You can do that. My, Nick has an Excel spreadsheet for everything. He does. Yeah, he actually does. I have an Excel spreadsheet for the Patreon names, and uh, I just updated it today, actually. Mm -hmm. But not much else, really. Everything else is just Word documents and this calendar. But anyway, he'll be able to lead you through their fire district. Oh. Past the clang of anvils, the roar of forges, and back through to this, almost the fringe of the city, on the, north, on the northwestern edge. Mm -hmm. Ironically, this is probably the part of the Earthfire District that's the closest to the barricade and the Guild of Arms Hall and, you know, the heart of all of the guards that exist that could possibly rain down on them should they be discovered. But leading you into an alley in a if there is, if there is really a quieter part of the Earthfire District, it's all anvils and smithing and noise. It's really just a very loud area. It's like if any of you, you had ever been to any of the open air markets of Absalom or like Catapesh, any of the major trade hubs throughout Galarian at any point in your lives. Probably not. Probably, maybe, maybe, yeah. definitely not. Probably not. But it would be similar in noise level just because of how loud all of the smithing that's happening is everything is just so much noise and fire and metal and that actually sounds <laughs> awesome when i say it like that uh, yeah. <laughs> rasheen got a hero point it just sounds like an industrial uh, metal concert i mean kind of yeah why do you think i chose a dwarf as my race for making the character just like well here's a reward for dunking on the carpenter's guild I'm not going to stop now. Rasheen, for it. He's exactly. been encouraged now. This is an encouragement it's talker. never punished. You hate to see it. Never freaking punished. Uh, he would lead you back into an alley to this cellar, which has, again, a pretty hefty lock sat on it. But it's, it's fairly out of the way. Uh, there are some people moving on the streets outside. It's not often. The Earth Fairy District has a lot of production. It's the streets almost counterintuitively are far less busy than most of the rest of the city because most people are in their forges working and outside of the very morning of the forge day and the very end of it or uh supply wagons coming in or out for various merchants with raw materials or processed goods there's really not a lot of people moving around and this is like mid-afternoon in the forge day maybe late afternoon it's a pretty quiet part of town Figuratively speaking, obviously, we went over how it's not quiet, literally. That was a poor word choice. 
He brings you to the thing. Relatively quiet. Relatively slow. We're not going to use quiet. Good <clears throat> loud. That's long. Seems simple enough. I saw it and said she can pick it. I'm going to pull out my skeleton key and I'm going to do something that I didn't believe I would ever actually do, but I want to roll at a plus 30. So I'm going to use knock once per hour with a greater skeleton key. You can cast knock, which is a status bonus of plus four to pick the lock you're trying to pick, but you can only use it before you start trying. Okay. Does that mean you open up the door? It's real? Pretty much. Only if you did it twice. And the key itself gives you a plus two item bonus, meaning that my 24 becomes a 30, making it the highest modifier we've rolled with to date. That's plus 30 is a large freaking number. <laughs> it's chonky. Um, yeah, so you succeed, but if you want to roll it, go ahead. <laughs> you have plus the DC, so. That's a 19. 40 die. If I had a hero point, I would re-roll it to try and get a 20. You'd get a one, and karma would come back for you. The lock or the greater skeleton key can't break. I mean, you wouldn't even critically fail. You'd regular fail because you still beat the DC. So yeah. it's like you, that's what I mean. You have plus the DC as a modifier. <laughs> so good job. Yeah, so plus 30 is a hell of a drug. That's that's a big number, you it turns 49 out. 49 to pick a lock. That's yeah. pretty good. It's pretty good. It's, it's going to be... He He's gonna. Even... Like, it just opens seen... before he sticks it in. Yeah, you've seen. <laughs> he taps on it. He reaches down and it just. He's like, this isn't. Like... Even, this is not even locked. I, I, I give up. But uh, you've seen Drashik pick locks before, even with the skeleton key. It takes a bit of time and finesse and process, but it literally just looks like he puts the key in and turns it. It just he opens. Like, he rakes it. Just... He, he doesn't even rake it. it. He rakes it once by inserting the key, and then it's already all yeah. the way open. Like... I, I actually think you opened that faster than if we had had the key. It's most likely item likes to snake its way in. It's not like the teeth on key where you have to push all the different uh, tumblers down. It just magically will push them down where they need to be. Sheik, that that was very impressive. He seems to be modest. That was actually all skill. But opening this cellar, you see something a little bit interesting. Uh, it's about little under 10 feet wide it's a fairly big cellar entry mostly standard for uh, it's like a standard wine cellar as you would see it's not an incredibly narrow staircase or anything because all the basements in these buildings in the entire district they need to haul a lot of gear and metal and whatnot up so they need room to be able to do this uh but the staircase does not descend down to a landing that you can immediately see the staircase descends down and down and down. This goes dramatically beneath what would be a basement or even a basement beneath a basement. And down into the darkness, just where the sheer distance makes it difficult for even Marshall to see what's at the bottom. So I'm going to uh, activate my dark vision and cast prying eye and send it 500 feet ahead of us. It's not quite that deep. So here, as you're, uh, you cast a spell. It just explodes across the floor. <laughs> it smashes to the ground and explodes. You send a sign down to the bottom of the staircase. And uh, it reaches down. Uh, even with the dark vision, uh, you can see there is a bit of light in the room at the bottom of the staircase. Uh, where it expands into a chamber 
maybe 40 feet wide and 30 feet deep. A fairly large area uh, for what looks like it would be storage. Uh, and down at the bottom of it, there's not a lot throughout this room. Uh, there's a, But there is a large double door set into the wall directly across from you. The only seemingly means of uh, proceeding through this room. And a couple of sconces along the walls set for torches. Most unlit. There are a pair of statues flanking the staircase that look to be of dwarves, uh, much akin to the statues that they have throughout the Guild of Arms or in the Hall of Oaths, just of uh, prominent massive sculptures of dwarven, some dwarven figures from history. Although you, you get the feeling these ones might not be uh, particularly fondly looked upon by much the population of Cobbler. But ostensibly, they don't look much different than the rest. They bear no weapons and are carved with kind of surprisingly light armor for a dwarf. Uh, forgoing greaves and sabatons entirely uh, for what looks like a heavy cloak extending from the waist down to the pedestal upon which the statues sit. Uh, each of them is standing in a pose with their hands, palms out, almost down to their sides, but a little out, not straight down, almost as if they were channeling something. Uh, and rising up from their breastplates, each statue is carved with a hood over its face and nearly no facial features distinguishable underneath. So I am going to cast Detect Magic, which is going to transmit to my prying eye, and I'm going to attempt to perform a formal seek action with the eye using my perception to see if I can tell if anything in this area is a magical trap. Okay. Um, go ahead and roll me a perception check. That oh. is a nat 20, my friend. So as you look around the area, <laughs> the walls void of any real carvings or anything of interest. There's not a whole lot to look at, save for the door itself and the pair of statues. Uh, the door, though it is quite large, uh, is made of stout wood reinforced with a few bands of iron across its front. Two massive iron rings on either half of it would allow it to be pulled open, but it doesn't appear to be locked, nor does it even actually seem to possess a latch. Uh, you don't see any kind of a trap or anything around it, uh, but you can see through, even with the dark vision, the quite dim light of this room, barely visible on the seams of the door. It seems the room beyond is lit a bit more brightly than this antechamber. Uh, above the door, you speak, Dwarven. Above the door is a simple carving in thick block text embossed above the archway itself that states, profess the faith with no other context or embellishment. Lastly, you would notice that the two statues standing on their plinths do have a very fine, near indistinguishable seam between the pedestal and the statue itself. Uh, while their feet are obscured by the, almost the bottom of a robe flowing outwards, it's clearly not attached as a separate piece. Mega sauce. <laughs> Resume gets this look on her face. I get this look on my face. <laughs> <laughs> More golems, really? 
Make me a uh, religion check. It's not like I haven't seen ten things. Uh, it's gonna be a ten. Religion ain't my thing. Fair enough. It's not your thing. I'm not even gonna like make no. up some crap. Like you don't know anything, and you're aware you nothing stands out to you. <laughs> you you don't know enough to be wrong on a critical failure. You <laughs> nothing stands out to you. <laughs> like... Well, I'm fairly certain at the bottom of the stairs there are some large rock things that are going to come and attack us. Oh, oh that's spectacular. Well, in that case, just pull out my axe go. Form of rectangle. Look how you cock your weapon. <laughs> That's the greatest interpretation of the manipulate. I cock my hammer. And then the blade just warps into a ball. We best be ready for it. Well, All anything, right. else down there we have to worry about. Uh, Resume will describe exactly what she. Hey, what's the title of this episode? I saw it. I to saw hell what you with posted. You. Golems for everyone, or something like no, that. No, it's golems are uncommon, by the way. Yeah, uncommon. <laughs> I'm gonna choke back a Drakeheart mutagen. Um, so if you describe it to me. Yeah, I will. Could is that enough for me to get a get a check? It would be at a bit of a, certainly at a penalty. I'd give you. Can I? I would be lying for you anyway. Um, can what? I aid another on that or no? Do you want to aid another? Or do you want to take the lead on it? Um, I think Bard man. I think our religious character should take the lead on religion, but I can hopefully I can definitely give some. Give some it action. is Arcana or crafting. It's either one. Oh, oh can I do it? But you had to roll religion. Was what there was something it? in there that was that was? We'll never know. Religion's we'll never not her know. thing. All right. Oh, right. Well, I will know eventually when we all walk down there together well, as a team enough. for a team building exercise. Fair enough. Well, uh, that's uh, that's um, I'm, I'm I'm not gonna think about any of it then. <laughs> if it's our counter crafting, is beyond me. I want to do crafting. I'm <laughs> just because we're in dwarf land doesn't mean you can just roll crafting. From... Yes, it does. It that's does. Okay, you can roll to aid. That's not secret. So yeah. uh, you guys, I'm gonna give you guys a minus four for just having like a brief verbal. Just doesn't really know what she's looking at. Fifteen then. So I'm gonna use these because I got them. I got a sack just sitting over here. Ooh, make it I rain. Out a, you don't get the roll dice very often. I don't. I, I pull out a Raz is like thinking really hard. He's he scrounges around. He pulls out a piece of paper, looks at it, throws it out, pulls out another one, and looks at it. A little better. Yeah, roll from an 18 it, to minus four. That's a total of a 21. Oh, you get the eight, so oh. you get a plus one. Hey, 16. With the four penalty already factored in and the plus one. Okie dokie. Plus 16, you say. Uh, you would say that, well, it's certainly, I mean, well, you say what everyone's thinking. It sounds like a golem. Um, and if Embermead is organizing this cult of Droskar here, if that's even a, its own bespoke thing and not just the Scarlet Triad operating undercover, it's not even like you haven't fought golems, the Scarlet Triad. You've actually fought just so many golems that the Scarlet Triad has had. This is, it's not really new anymore. Context clues provide very high evidence for golem. Uh, it's the Scarlet Triad. It's you, you a statue standing a on a plinth. Occurrence. 
it's the name you. of the episode. It's <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's a it was bubble. in the, it's in the thumbnail for this if you're watching it on YouTube. Um, <laughs> pretty sure it's bone bubble. But could be a bone devil. He's back for his revenge. Anything's possible. Oh, I'll get that bone devil. Um, Resume will look at Marshall and say, "We're gonna try something a little bit different but to see if we can't keep you safer." A stone golem before. I don't think. I think you fought Clay we fought, and Alchemical. We fought, we fought, we fought us. It was in the warehouse. In the warehouse of yeah, stone? Yeah, the statue. Yeah. You're almost... That was a stone, right? I thought that yeah, was no. that, was, that was book three. That was a stone. Yeah, it was right before I joined in. You think it's very possible that this is a similar thing to what you face in the warehouse in Gintargo. All right. Apartum. Uh, and uh, you all will see uh, Marshall's form become indistinct. You'll feel a little warm. Um, I cast blur on him. He's got concealment. He's warm blur. Oh, he's vibrating at a super high frequency. And I'm gonna choke down a Drake Heart mutagen moderate. I feel funny. What levels of moderate Drake Heart mutagen? Huh? What levels of moderate Drake Heart mutagen? Oh, I thought I thought moderate was higher than that. No, Fair moderate enough. heals are way higher. Drake hearts are. Oh, because moderate much. is two tiers, or oh, healing has two tiers below moderate. Yeah, yeah. right. Yeah, it okay. Goes minor than lesser than moderate, and with yeah. Drake hearts, just lesser than moderate. Fair enough. That's what I was thinking. I was like, yeah, how the heck do you make third tier ones? Okay. So, as you ready to head down the staircase here, Pro what God. is? Not forgetting heroism this time. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. What is everyone actually doing? I am going to use the gel this time. Repulsion gel. Fantastic, my good friend. Let me find that real quick, unless you remember what it does. Because... I do. I okay. basically, uh, it's like a chance on hits. Uh, so you kind of know what it does, so I need to look it up. I know, I, I know there it is, oil repulsion. I can't remember the DC port though. It's 28, that's what I need, it was the DC. Raz, so hold my DC hands. DC 28 or they get bonked. Um, I'll take Raz's hands. I'll just take them. Um, and I those, for cat. those are mine. <laughs> and um, you'll feel a, a warmth blow over you, and the gloves will actually uh, turn uh, to almost look like a little rat paws. Uh, and uh, you'll feel this uh, aura of safety come over you. You get plus 10 temporary hit points and plus one to all of your saves. Ooh. And do you like Resme? <laughs> Profess to me your feelings, Rez. So, That's fine. So for it what it's not. worth, no one knows that you don't have feelings for Resme except Resme. It has to be really strong feelings, and we just met like a month ago, so I'm really not that surprised. We've only been through like 10 life-threatening situations I know, right? together. Only I mean, 10. only 10. Um, But mostly it's, uh, please stay alive. So have you heard about the Plague of Dragons? I'm gonna start continuously casting Inspire Defense. So as you go down, you are going to be telling the story. Rasheen, what are you doing? I'm gonna trust that uh, Trusheek will be using his legendary perception, so I'll keep my shield up. How about you, Resme? We're not gonna have a Buford situation <laughs> again. Um, I was already seeking with the eye, so right. So you're still just looking doing. around the yeah. room. I am unfortunately going to be seeking because stealthing's not it's a golem so he doesn't care golem I, hears you golem don't care to interrupt my, my my store here do we have light there it is dimly lit okay it is dimly lit they it's will be concealed three of us have dark vision so. yeah and i have low light two of us don't 
You are There's actually the only one light. who doesn't have... Oh, you have low light? I have low light. Oh, but well, you're fine then. Yeah. Yeah. I have low light? Yeah. Do you have low light? You have dark vision. I have so, dark vision. So literally everyone's fine. Like, you're all fine and That's what light. I was worried about. Yeah, nobody afraid, cares. It's not pitch dark. It's a dwarf... It's a... Okay. The dwarf cult. They do things in the dark. Which is interesting that it is lit because yeah. it is a group... It's a dwarven city. If it's a dwarven cult of Drellskar... I mean, even Ember means a dwarf, obviously. They don't need light. They're keeping... Uh, well, it looks the prying eye like there were a, a pair of sconces on either side of the, of the entry stairs and a pair of sconces on either side of the door. And of those, one of the torches was actually lit. Mm. And it was just the one next to the door on your left as you came down. Hmm. Everything else is extinguished. So, like, they're not keeping everything on, but they're doing the effort to keep a torch lit. If it was, like, one of those, if it was a magical continual flame, they wouldn't need to worry about it. But someone is very intentionally keeping light in this room a little. Maybe golems don't have dark vision? <laughs> Anyway, wishful thinking. <laughs> what are you doing, Marshall? Got my hammer. Ready. He's ready for action. He just wants to fight something. Does the group of you make your way down the stairs? So yeah, I, I figured it was scouting. It is some distance. As I said, it goes much deeper than a standard basement. As a matter of fact, these stairs descend about 80 feet beneath the city of Kovler. Uh, before you really start to be able to see into this room before you, and you have revealed the room fantastically here. Are we on the map, Ocino? Can they see the cool stuff? Show them the cool stuff. Yeah. Into this chamber. Well, the single door. And as you come to the bottom of the staircase, Rasheen with your shield up in the front, I imagine already turned towards this big statue that's right next to you. But you can now all see a pair of massive statues flanking the entryway. Nothing happens immediately. Mm. All right, all. As we all know, magic's not particularly useful against these things, so I'm going to spend most of my time making sure all of you do better. Oh, right. appreciate it. Well, well, they haven't moved yet. There must be something that triggers them. Shapestone. Do I see anything with my special eyes? <laughs> do you want to walk up and cast Shapestone on them? It's touch, isn't it? No, not with, not with reach. That's fair. Uh... If you start casting shapes on them, we are immediately going to roll initiative. Oh, because that's what I figured. Absolutely going to wake up at that. And uh, move Resme closer into the room because she needs up inside of him. But at that, with the grinding of stone and an earthen roar, we would have two mildly upset stone golems. Oh, not too bad today. That doesn't look like a stone bowl. That's because there's only one in the beastery box, so shut up. Uh, Rosin, it's kind of stony. Yeah, it's like stony, and it's also large size. Uh, we you, get at nice. the beginning of the fight. You have inspired defense on. Inspired yeah, I mean, Marshall's scouting, so everyone gets yeah. a plus one. I, didn't, I forgot oh, so what inspired defense. Oh, so plus one to AC and C. Oh, okay, okay, got it. Does heroism do anything? Heroism does stuff for me. Okay, just for I didn't know if it was a group thing or not. No, no, no. no. 15, this is the time of battle. Cue battle music. Bad time. The cue battle music. Uh, I'm gonna spend this shiny hero point here on this uh, this year initiative. Thank you. Seems we're gonna get two. Oh, two of hero point. You guys want to be faster than you are. I'm a little bit faster. So I kind of. Right as they're moving, I look at Rush. All, all that, right? You got cheated. I got cheated. That's we why you always clear the track. Clear the dot. I'm kind of looking at Rushy and I'm like, so uh, I go right, you go left. That works. But it is better than what I rolled. 
It's twice as good. So I rolled an 18. But it hit your die. And your die came back to it until 4. Well, you should uh, take my die out and hand it back to me. You should. It's fine. It's fine, Skeleton. It's fine. It's fine. I have my lucky shirt. 26, 28, Forgot to save a thing, though, apparently. All right, Trashik, what do you got? 29. Marshall. That's well, plus one because of scouting. Yes. So 36. Ooh, that's pretty good. Raz? I'm ready. He wasn't. Rasheen? Also 29. Who wants to go first? If I may? Yeah. Right. Lady in front, please. Resume? 39. 39. Spellcaster hopefully moves quickly and then retreats. But and then that I was have the plan. Two lads here of these golems of stone. Oh, yeah, we've definitely fought them before. Yeah. Because yeah. he looks like William Defoe. That's, that's why I remember. I actually do remember that conversation the last time it showed up. That's that's fair. We one definitely fought one. I watched before I joined on. Was the stone yeah, golem fight? I mean, this was like immediately before Eleanor. Yeah. Got this. Did we banish a demon in that episode too? You absolutely yep, we did. totally did. <laughs> there was a demon on. Marshall, what'd you get? You got, got 36. 36. All right. Yeah. First one on the left is a 34. This one got a 57. <laughs> no, like 28. Uh oh. They're stone golems. They're good at a lot of things. Fast is not one of them. Uh, Resme, as it w as would make sense, as you are the one that is casting shape stone on them. Um, as you reach out with this magic, you're casting shape stone on them. Um, this is the thing that you were doing. Pardon? You're casting shape stone on them. That's what you were doing. Yeah. Uh, you reach out with your magic, knowing that these golems can't be weak to things that does actually uh, affect, affect their stone. base matter. Yeah. Uh, which one are you casting on? Uh, the one to the right. So as you reach out with your magic and try to shape stone at this thing, you can feel the magic. It doesn't, it doesn't fizzle like a lot of other spells you would cast at a golem. They're just innate immunity to magic. It doesn't disperse entirely, but it's almost immutable. It has, it has no effect. It's as if you're able to connect your magic to the stone of the golem itself, but not able to exert any actual power over it. I believe you with one action left. Um, I am going to cast uh, True Strike on uh, the golem to my right. True target? Uh, yeah, true target, yeah, sorry. True sorry, true you. target. Um, oh, and it. I am going to um, cast out uh, a vision of exactly uh, where everyone needs to hit these things as, from my memories of what I did before. And as this fountain's out from Resme, you all get like a weird, warped, almost fuzzed image. And the spell fizzles entirely against the golem's anti-magic. It does target the golem. He's immune to it. Marshall. Yeah. Resme has a great time with golem. Oh, <laughs> I'm going to go ahead and take a step up in front of Resme. And, uh, Mega Marshall time. Doesn't need the one anymore. It's time to get big. So the ceiling's about 10 feet overhead here, so you so, definitely couldn't get oh, so huge. No Mega Marshall, just big Marshall. You can get big Marshall. You'll be a little, it's like the, you'll be a little stooped again, but you can get large in there. It's, that's, you'll be able to move fine. It's that's just, good enough for me. Yeah. That's good enough Big for me. time. So big Marshall it is. Still good enough. So big Marshall, and then I'm going to take a swing at the golem on the right here. 
is big boy number. Do we all mean the golem on the left when we say the well, golem on the right? Because everyone's right. saying the golem on the right and pointing at the golem on the left. I'm it's, assuming well, his right. left and our right. It is upside down to U3 right. because okay. U3 have this one. I'm assuming uh, yeah. stage right. Sta it's, yeah, stage we're, right we're is there, right? down the stairs. Another, it's oh, you're right. right. Okay, I see okay. what you mean. So another, po another point of order. Did you want to expand into the middle? Or did you want to expand to block the golem? I, I want to block the golem. Uh, I'm going to uh, tighten my grip a little bit since. Uh, Whack gooder. Yep. Because hammer time. That was definitely not. Really. Thank you for the raid. 40% worse. Yeah, so. Oh, wait. Plus one. Uh, that's, 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 AC, that's defense. Uh, so, never mind. That's 29, so that's not going to do it. Yeah, 29, you swing this big rectangle, and you. I'm obviously hitting the golem is not hard. Uh, but your hammer slams against it. It isn't rebuffed, it doesn't bounce, but it just smashes into the thing's shoulder almost seemingly harmlessly. There's a bit of a crumble and a bit of a crack, but it does no real damage. Uh, you have fought a stone golem before, yeah. and you smashed it to absolute oblivion. You personally smashed it to absolute smithereens with, with not a ton of difficulty, really. This golem clearly is much stronger than the one you'd face in the warehouse. So it seems to be similar in makeup, similar like it's a it's an, a near identical monstrosity. It is dramatically more resilient. Oh, this and, one's a little tougher. Uh, it is also mad. And it is, as it doesn't even step down from its plinth, uh, just shuffling one side of its skirt forward, no real view of its feet if it even has any. Swinging one of its hands down from this position, out wide, open palm, almost like a slap towards Marshall. So I have two things on me. I have both blur from Resmate. Yes, you have concealment. Well my uh, repulsion gel. Yep, you have concealment. Was the first check? He's got to okay. do concealment. He passes concealment, and then if he hits you, there's also a repulsion gel. Okay. What? I'm not talking to you. Talking oh, okay, and then. Uh, he is going to swing for a 41 to hit, and then he has to make a fortitude save. 41 to hit? Yes. Yeah, it does not crit. <laughs> it does not crit. Because of a plus one from the defense. You have 31 or 32 raging now? Well, plus one from uh, the inspired defense thing. We're getting to real AC hours. Look at that. 32 raging does not crit. All right. He is going to smack. That plus one made a difference. Didn't make a difference. The plus ones don't count the plus ones out in second edition. They do lots of stuff. Oh, I, I appreciate it. Trust me. My entire character is plus ones. For 27 points of bludgeoning damage. And uh, so, as his hand, his hand similarly, similarly kind of slams into Marshall and just stops. So 20 points because... Resistance. Right, it is bludgeoning. This is actually a great... Is your bludgeoning still 7 at this level? Yeah, it's... It doesn't, it's every, every even it goes up. Uh, yeah. You slam your hammer into it. It doesn't move. It slams its hand into you. You don't move. You both just kind of smack each other. I, mean, I get like a giant handprint on my chest. I'm like, okay. And as you both stall each other's movement... The thing shifts a little, hunkering down just a bit, clenching its other hand, and a pulse of energy radiates out from it. And I need everybody to make a fortitude save, except Raz, who is all the way around the corner. Don't you dare tell me these stolen golems can cast <laughs> magic, because that's cheap. Huh. Oh, you can hit me from there? That's not a good roll. You're like yeah. at the corner. 
If it was Ooh. a reflex save, you'd uncover yep. save. I am going to um, realize that I'm in the middle of things and I should not be, and I'm going to try to well, duck no. back and... Nice. Natural 20. 20 for a... A lot. 41. I'm just going to... 42. Let, spoiler alert, I, I just... Unbothered. Uh, Marshall and fortitude saves. He doesn't plus care. Plus, Juggernaut says, "By I think it failed. If you succeed, I forget. If you roll a Much twenty, better. you just crit succeed. You I don't roll a seventeen. I, yep. Oh, he rolled a twenty. I yeah, thought that was I your twenty. He rolled a twenty. I rolled a seventeen. We still got like a forty-seven. Well, are yeah. you all just? Peak? I'm sure you guys are great. <laughs> well, see, I have the yeah, power. I did. Rasheen. So I rolled a twenty-four. So with a twenty-four, as this wave that pulses out from the golem hits you, uh, you feel yourself start to uh it almost at first feels like you're locking up like you're cramping but it's painless and then you realize that you are just losing momentum you are slowed one hmm. i thought you were about to say these things can inflict an aoe petrified <laughs> imagine it just pulls <laughs> petrified how about you and the party was never heard from again 37 37 you're okay uh the rest of you feel this wash over you but it's not enough to uh to slow any of you down <laughs> And he is going to slap again, bringing that hand up now, almost like he's grabbing at Marshall, but more just he's clapped one hand, now claps the other, just trying to slap is, is at he, you. Is he trying to slap slap you? He is, yeah, his hand is open. He's, he's clenched a little, but he just slams it into you for, like, he's just clubbing with it. They're not smart. They're just he's, smacking you. I don't know. They cast a spell. Um, <laughs> it's going to be pretty bad, though. It's only 29 to hit you on that second one. Which will bring us to Roshin. Uh, just kind of feel this. So I knew there were golems here. Got this morning star in my hand. Spring fingers up. Noctuk. And that's vision of weakness focus spell. So I get uh, which of its three saves the lowest. And I get a plus two status on my next attack roll. And it's uh, I get to know any of its weaknesses. I'm just gonna add. What do you think is its lowest save? I'm gonna guess reflex. You are correct, man, good sir. Stab <laughs> dark. Stab giant slow rock golem man does not have a good reflex save. That is accurate. Uh, but you would see this golem with your your vision, this of flash, uh, being locked in battle, used almost as like a line soldier on a battlefield. Weapons of all kinds rebuffed from its stone hide, almost impenetrable. Uh, storm clouds rolling overhead, limiting your vision of what's actually happening, but it's you can see bits of frost throughout the ground and the trees around this battle. It's, it's not rain that's coming, but a hail. And as it comes, as it starts to pour, it's clearly unnatural. These hellstones striking down, though they would hit with a physical impact far inferior to that of a weapon, smashing through this golem with these as the culture wreak havoc on its rock hide. Ice and water. Also, tears uh, apart. also a dude stabs it with an adamantine knife. <laughs> <laughs> also, this happened. So is that one action or two? That's one left. I have one left. Um... Uh, ice and water tear it apart, and she's going to just throw her morning star. Uh, <laughs> the thing. Yeah! Because <laughs> I don't have the action to step up and hit it. Does it have the throne trait? 
Not really, no. They okay, roll me a rage attack. It's a strike. So my curse is happy. Okay. <laughs> Your Nat curse 20. is really happy. His curse is so happy. So, Milani rewards. Well, the magic of the striking rune kind of helps guide your hand uh, and almost move the weapon with its own strange bit of intelligence to strike true. It doesn't really work when you just chuck it. So it's pretty much an improvised weapon at this point. That's going to do D8 plus your strength or whatever. It's not going to get you striking runes. Uh, but what does a 20 give you total? Uh, 20 gives me total. Do I get my do I get my proficiency with it? Uh, are you? Uh, if you, yeah, I don't think you. I don't think you're separate proficiency for melee okay. and throw. Well, so, is improvised proficiency a separate thing in second edition? I don't no. know. I don't think so. it is. I don't think simple. it is. Okay. Yeah. So but yeah, it's all treated as simple, yeah. so you can hit someone with a bar stool if you feel like it. Yeah. So that's gonna drop to 20 because I'm using my dex for the attack, and I'm got plus two from this, so that's 42. going to be a 42. Not only is it going to hit, it is going to critically hit. <laughs> and I get a D8 plus damage, right? Yep. Milani has guided your hand. Bonk. Milani has guided his hand. Nice. Uh, so that's going to be plus six. So that's going to be a 14 up to 48. Uh, sorry, uh, 28. Uh, <laughs> sorry, 28. Uh, like, what the heck just happened? What in the math? Wow. So as you hit this thing, uh, your morning star colliding very strongly with this uh, golem on the right here. It's going to strike true. It's going to crack into the thing. It's going to surprisingly seem to have more of an effect than Marshall's hit, but it's going to uh, hit thud in and kind of bounce off. Uh, it's not going to do quite as much damage as you would expect it to. Uh, you've fought golems enough to realize that traditional weapons are not terribly effective on them, but it is still going to do most of that damage. Trishik. Well, these are golems. They're backed up into a corner. And I'm not sneaking. Yeah. Yeah. Life is good. It's a good day to be there's a rogue. There's a door on the other side of the room. There's a door on the other side I'm of the room. I'm sure there's no encounter on the other side of that door waiting to go jump us. I'm sure it's fine. Well, I mean, I, I have an idea. Okay. It's not a good one, but I could always roll another 20. Okay. Um, <laughs> I like this already. That's a great start to a turn. I'm going to mobility up to the golem that has not acted yet. Okay. The one that Rasheen just struck. Mm hmm And I'm going to grapple it. It is large. You can do that. And if I... Why don't you just machine gun punch Sirenscape? <laughs> Sirenscape just played the punch down like five times. Did you touch something or did you just derp? Probably it's like a random interval and it's zero to something. And it oh, it probably is. And it just rolled zero a whole bunch of times in a row and you got the machine gun fist. These <laughs> <laughs> golems are getting more terrifying by the moment. They don't just have magic. They have automatic weapons. <laughs> so if this is a 20, I'm pretty sure he's pinned and cannot do anything but try to get out. So grapple is 40, see? Uh-huh. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, yep. Malachite guide us. That's pretty high. That's 15. So 15, so 36. He should be grabbed. That's exactly it. Yeah, yeah, you grab a hold of it. It is certainly grabbed. It's flat-footed. So I'm now, You're kind of clinging. You have. You are strong enough to somewhat restrain a golem. And Whoa. I'm now going to attack it because it's flat-footed to me. <laughs> <laughs> grab arm, claw at arm. 
Alrighty, so... It wasn't a stupid idea. Lucky see a lizard, big like, brain. Latching onto its arm I'm like, not sneaking. <laughs> I have to improvise how to get my flat-footed. Hey, you're doing yeah, great. Just latch onto it. Yeah. Give it the old dragon's dogma. <laughs> Nat 20. Nat 20. Nat 20. Because the gods hate squid. Oh, it's amazing. Oh. See, the camera says it. I'm not... That's the power of Malachite. <laughs> so if you want good dice that always give you 20s when you need them, get Norse Foundry's Malachite dice. Shilling right there. There you go. I get 20s all the time using this dice. Yeah, that's going to crit. I mean... So... Gonna, I was swinging at a 22. I'm that's sure gonna, that crits. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna crit him. That's a, that's happening. And it's sneak attack. So They're not immune to precision damage, so you can sneak attack them. They have to have the focus of magic. 16, somewhere. 24, 48. Okay, so you... Uh, this is the one that's already been You do, again, feel your claws are somewhat rebuffed. This thing's very solid, but most of that damage is still going in. It's going to resist some. All right. About that many on the golem, man. The shilling pays off. You mean the North money? North Foundry has been handing me 20s in secret. You just can't see the, the backhand deals. Oh, God. <laughs> His die only has 20. It has like five 20s. <laughs> that guy's uh, a human. This... How many 20s can you put on a die where you can't see them all from one angle? I think you could get like you three, maybe there. four. Because you could have one and then have them like you know, yeah. the triangle at the bottom. I think Why you get four, but then you with you nerds. I mean, good question. The power of the Decahedron. You're here, so... But oh, yeah. that golem, as you cling onto it and just start clawing away at it, uh, yeah. just kind of hang on to it. <laughs> no, I mean, it, it's effective. It's not new. You're ripping chunks out of this thing. I, like, no joke, walked up to a golem. Probably not twice my size, because I'm getting, like, seven foot four. You are a pretty big lizard. So walk up, grab it by the arm, pull it down, and, like, jab claws into its chest. It moves its hand up, and you can feel the fingers clench a little bit. Another pulse of energy comes out of this one. And I need... This one's got a line of effect to you, because you're on the other side of the staircase. So everybody... I mean, don't bother. It doesn't stack. Yeah. Everybody but Roshin. Can I... Off on it? It's, it's a free action. A oh, it's not a spell. Okay. Oh, uh, yeah. They'll let you do it. it it's a free action. Okay. Oh. It's, a, it's a... What is it? An arcana check? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead and roll me an arcana check, and then your fortitude save. One encounter in. Hey. I'm a mute. Um, it's right. a fortitude save. We already knew that. Right, I the wave of. You only make fortitude saves because it makes you feel good. Yep. Right, the, the wave of energy comes on. Three for my fortitude save. Does not it want anything to do with it. I got a thirty. You got a thirty. Uh, and you're holding right on to it. Ground zero. Yeah, you're you're taking the brunt of this blast. You're gonna be slowed one as well, Res. Thirty-eight. You're all right. Uh, so Res, what you got on the fortitude save? Uh, 36 on the fortitude. And what did you get on the arcana? 33 on the arcana. Uh, with the arcana. Sorry, the 34. The magic that's coming out of this thing, you can tell is not, there's no incantation. It's not a proper spell. It's just something about the enchantment of the golem itself. Some of this spell that is binding and animating it, it is able seemingly to release in a bit of a uh, almost controlled uh, you're actually at the range is why he actually doesn't hit you you're at a range of this one a controlled burst that doesn't reach very far uh but can be overwhelming to well humans or any real living creature and it doesn't physically calcify you but it's almost exactly like the same effect as the magic behind a slow spell as you can probably see from Tashik and Roshi and starting to slow down pretty severely 
Did a 34 pass? I didn't hear 34 it. passed, yes. Okay. The golem then, as Trishik is clinging on to this thing, you cast your spell at it. Trishik is clawing it. Uh, it's just going to reach over with its other hand and just start smacking at its own arm, just whacking at Trishik as you're clinging on here. Nimble dog. How? Lizard. <laughs> I have an acrobatics of plus 24, a dex score of 20. You ever seen a squirrel on a tree? <laughs> pretty yeah. much. Yeah, that's pretty that's much That's pretty much, yeah. He's not really that's... grappling the, the stone gold. That's true. He's just grappled onto it. He's just on it. Trishik's a pretty big guy. He's like seven feet tall. He's not that much smaller than the golem. I don't know this. <laughs> you do know this. Everything He's, is big to me. You're supposed to be the smart one, Everything is big to me. Alrighty, that is going to be a... Um, you might actually be all right here. Math is really hard for me. 34. Would you like to know that that misses? Nimble. Because of nimble dodge. Nimble dodge value. I and would you like to know added bonus from the overflowing chest of hero <laughs> points here? Crimson Nexus to derp because he asked first. Yeah, that's fair. <laughs> so you get for reading chat. You get hero yeah, points. They so, encourage you. 35 AC. Don't let being a rogue with not heavy armor fool you. I can take off my shirt and I'm just as fast. The 35 and or twice as sexy. 36. And he is going to slam once more, still just trying to oh, batter at you, making no attempts to pull himself away from you, just trying to bludgeon you to death as you're attached. Um, okay, so that went up by nine, down by five, so 38. That will hit. As he hit that one as you feel yourself already kind of slowing from whatever this machine gun hand's got to stop. <laughs> that the individual fingers just something like thinking out. Something is uh, wacky in the sirenscape somewhere. I don't know I why we have a very, very loud machine gun going. I love the horse we'll like. Pretend that that's them rolling 20s. It's just suddenly they speed up and Actuated wrist piston. Just like... I don't know. Something's weird in the sound setup. We messed some up and set up and set up and updated up, up this morning and may have done a dumb. But, I don't know. Uh, I like it. I always do it. I like the, I like the pick hammer. It's very loud. Is my only concern, and I'm not sure what to turn off because I don't know which sound is doing it. It's some form of slam. He's gonna hit you for 24 points of bludgeoning damage. Uh, but as he slams into you, you already kind of feeling. Uh, overwhelmed by this magic uh, that he's released. The connection of the golem itself is almost engaging that further. It's, it's almost overloading it. I need you to make another fortitude save. Alrighty. Oh, what am I doing? That's not the Malachite dice. Hold on. Here we go. The machine gun golem is angry. Well, you know, I just got it. So legally, I have to just spend it. Not allowed to have hero points. They go in the trash instantly. And <laughs> as I feel that fist connecting with me, my free hand that was clawing at his chest is going to shoot up and try and shove it away from me. To brace for that. Aww. Get punished. Sometimes you just can't win. So 25. So as he hits Trashik, and you see him kind of crumple a bit, it's a good hit. He... Already starting to slow down a bit, scrabbling across this golem. Still holding on to it, just kind of locks 
around its arm. You are paralyzed. I got it. Uh, but Raz, you are up, my good friend. Did she? Could you? Could you let go of the go golem? Uh. <laughs> I'm gonna attempt the wall of force between Shashik and the golem. There. He is holding on to the golem and he's paralyzed. Force, force him off the golem with the wall. Wall of force can't. It has to be a clean plane. Like you, if you know the magic to cast it, you would know that there is no way you're separate, separating a paralyzed Trishik that is holding on to the golem from the golem with a wall of force. Redirect it to the other side and separate that golem from Marshall and the rest of the party. <laughs> Starting from where I can see, just up. Now as they're battering at each other, Pulling back for the second round, you see a brief shimmer between the two of you as this wall of force flashes for a moment and then disappears. As I imagine both Marshall and the golem swinging in and both just bonk against the wall of force that's now between I them. Just got a turn. Ah, one at a time. Trishik needs help. Ah. Resme. Uh, Resme is going to mobility up to Trishik. It's uh, just the best feed in the game, honestly. It's a really good feed. I want to get hit, thank you. And uh, is going to take out the salve of analysis that she was just given. <laughs> wow, this is perfect. <laughs> Don't have the four doses. I think you have the spicy pepper yeah. anti-paralysis from the Echogai, don't you? Yeah. Uh, it's lower level though. Uh, oh, that was an old... counteracts. Oh, right, right, yeah, right, 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 right. Like, honestly, this is spicy a greater. pepper is like useless at this level. Yeah, no, this oh, is delicious. a greater salve. Of it's not a salve of paralysis. It's just spicy pepper jelly. It's just so hot that it's functionally a salve of antiparalysis. Actually, I think we're ate it all. Probably. Oh, good point. Uh, probably why you died. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I died because I didn't own the Malachite dice at that time. Oh, I see. Then you got it in the North Foundry scam. All right. Anyway. So, yes, uh, greater salve of antiparalysis. Um, which will anti-paralysize me? Hopefully, that's yeah. the idea. It that's just, what it says on the label. That's just what it says on the label. It just functions as a six-level remove paralysis spell. Gotta find. It's not a bomb. It's <laughs> it's a salve. That's why I walked off to him and just kind of yeah. Mm -hmm. I was looking for it in the coral book just real rub quick, it into but the I scales. can't find it real fast. I, mean, I can't find it fast. Like, is it magical? Is it alchemical? Oh, should be an alchemical. It's alchemical. Oh, it's probably in here. Yeah, it's alchemical, a. Alchemical. It's a potion. I was looking in alchemical. Oh. Just kidding. I have no idea where it is. I can't find it quickly. It's in here. Oh, here it is. No, it is. It is a potion. It's magical, not alchemical. So you have a greater self of anti paralysis. Mm -hmm. It's a six level. Remove paralysis. And it's also stone to flesh. And. Move paralysis is a counteract check, and it's 12th. So, ooh, what's the counteract? I think it's the first time an item counteracting has come up. Yeah, so you'd be using the, it's twice the spell level, I think, if you don't so, have a caster. Right. So, so it'd be 12. 20, so counteract 24, check. right? Because it's a level 12 item. Yeah, that sounds yeah. about right. Because it's double its level. No, no. The, uh, Plus 24. That sounds right. That's probably good enough to yeah, go with for now. Yeah, go with it. Yeah, we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll minutiae later. Uh, that sounds right enough to me. Okay. We'll go with plus 24. Go with it. That sounds like it's generally in the ballpark where your rolls are. Sounds right. We'll do it. You have to roll now. Oh. 
I didn't know if it was a secret roll. No, I mean, you're going to know immediately. If you're yeah, not. He's going to continue being paralyzed. Uh, that's a 19. Yeah, he's probably not paralyzed anymore. So you walk up as this golem is just beating him and gently rub yes. salve. Apply the salve to the lizard. The I'm about to solve all your problems. And as the lizard is, oh. he is still slowed. He's not paralyzed anymore. You also she... probably feel a warm, tingly sensation. It's not spicy, though. It's a, just a regular warm, tingly sensation. It's like icy hot. Apply directly to the forehead. That's head I, on. I know that, that. That's head on. No. <laughs> Marshall. All right, so question. Because he's still kind of grappling, is the golem still flat-footed? Until he's absolutely still grappling. He is fully still grappling him, and the golem's still flat-footed. Well, I was paralyzed. I couldn't let go. I'm just making sure. Yeah, you're good. I'm just going to go ahead and move up a little bit closer to him. And Fuck. then... Uh, First, let's be responsible because they might hit me harder than I don't know. I'm gonna psych, psych myself up. <laughs> that was the, so the sound of Marshall psyching himself. It's a very loud motorcycle. Foghorn. Yep, apparently. A foghorn. It <laughs> probably did sound like a foghorn if it came in the mics at all. Get my temporary hit points and gotta go ahead and take a bonk. It's bonking time. With a very big bonk because that is a 15. 15 plus 26. That's gonna critically hit. Yeah. Avatar. And I knock him pro. Uh, you do knock him pro. Now he's prone and grappled. Hit as for seeks unparalleled. Oh, 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 oh. So 22 plus 17. 37. 37 times two. That's 74. 74. Thank so, you. Wow. I'm okay. I guess if it matters, that's also a fortitude save from me. I didn't think they could be slowed, but because I did crit. Oh, their fort's and like I'm... a billion. I mean, it can fail. It didn't, but it could have. So as I'm kind of like going for this one, like, okay, here we go. I kind of like do the whole like overhead sweep where I knock it on the ground and just kind of go bam. So with this giant swing, you hit it hard enough for its physical construction to mean nothing to the sheer might of the martial mallet. And uh, while Trishik is just kind of starting like a lizard unfreezing, starting to kind of move, you knock this thing and Trishik down over to the ground as it falls over and he's still That's holding on be. to it. Uh, but the one on the other side of the room is going to, uh, it, like it's still just kind of swinging. It's gonna do swinging stuff. Against uh, the wall. And is it, is it, yeah, it reaches out and it pounds against this wall of force, which has a crap ton of hardness. It's like All 20, I think. Hardness, uh, 30. 30? 30. Yeah, it's, uh... It might break through eventually. And it's immune to crits. It, it seems to be having functionally no effect upon the wall of force as it just beats helplessly against the far side of this, clearly still engaged in trying to fight, but completely stuck behind the wall. After you see it swing a couple of times, it steps down off of its pedestal and starts walking uh, a little bit, stepping off to the south and then just towards the center of the room. It's just like walking into the wall. It's not swinging anymore. It's feet pushing and sliding against the stone of the floor as it just continues to walk forward. And you can see it's it's moving with enough force, although the steps look almost effortless. It is actually leaving a pair of gouges in the stone of the ground as it steps, which the wall of force renders near silent as the sound just barely transmits through it. So it's a really weird thing like to watch. It looks like it's short-circuiting. It, it like 
It's like a Roomba that got stuck. <laughs> I was thinking a dog that starts running on tile and its feet just start sliding. Kind of like a Roomba that got yeah. stuck. I, mean, I can't argue with that. that is so I'm still slowed, huh? Yep. Right. So you've been slowed. So I've been slowed. Welcome to slowest Dan. It's my speed and I want it now. <laughs> <laughs> Not much to do, but uh, slowly step forward. And uh, dun, 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 dun. she's gonna punch it. <laughs> okay. Oh, that's not good. You're gonna break your fist. It's all right. I'm wearing Slow gauntlets. Slow motion kung fu move as your fist crunches in on its. That's a natural. <laughs> that's appropriate. Yeah, as you swing, it would absolutely <laughs> like sense. Rage of the curse notwithstanding. As you kind of lose yourself with this, pushing through this hate and this slow, you punch it and you take a point of damage. Um, it's you are my punching. ion stone wobbles a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> Trishik also still slowed. Let me show you how you punch. <laughs> <laughs> Is it a one? It's a, no, five. it's a five. Okay, it's close. Uh, I might still hit, maybe. Uh, he's what? prone. He's prone. I'm swinging at a. Aren't you prone too? Yeah, that's a twenty-nine. Twenty-nine's not gonna hit now. Uh, oh. Twenty-nine. You let me slowly just <laughs> king, king, and slapping at it in slow well, motion, just laying on the ground. The nineteen. Okay, that's, that's probably gonna hit. So, so that's good crit, possibly. This is not great. 39 does not but we'll uh we'll yeah we'll hit 10 higher but you know what is nice about it being flat-footed is i get to roll this here handful of you d6s get the sneak attack on the the weak part of the statue man which exists apparently because you can hit it with precision damage I mean, 27 all right now uh, damage a good chunk of that is gonna be negated by the fact that it is a stone golem as you can tell by the foghorn blaring outside. Uh, but it, on the ground, is going to, uh, now that you have released it and just started swinging as you're slowed, kind of rotate and pivot, almost just using an elbow, not getting up in a very odd, looking almost somewhat like a marionette, absolutely provokes an attack by opportunity, as it pushes itself up off the floor. Oh, uh, that's a 31. So it's flat-footed. And it's hits, it's still footed when you swing. It's not up yet. Down. Wow. Oh, um, you were rolling money on damage uh, today. I'm making up for last episode, apparently. Uh, so that's 12 and 9. 21. 21. 21, 21 plus 17. So that's 38. 38. 38. Math. And then it's. Oh, sorry. Do you not have a greater striking? Did we not give you one? Is this the chunk of that? We, we don't have one. We don't oh, have one. okay. Oh, plus two, so you guys have plus two. I, I got the plus two. Uh, that's right, that's right, that's right. Strike. All right. And as you batter at this thing, uh, chunks are now starting to fall out of this first golem. It's taken a pretty significant amount of damage. And as it stands, it turns. And you know, magically inclined, inclined people, the golems are not intelligent creatures. They're almost working on programming. Uh, but the programming of this thing recognize giant man who is beating it with a hammer very threat and as it rises it turns uh to walk towards the stairwell uh seemingly completely oblivious and uncaring of the fact that 
Roshin and Trishik and Resme are all standing in the way. And uh, as it walks almost just through you, what do you do? Does it break the grab? It's yep, not grab, it's turn turned into... Oh, you have okay. to yeah, grab it. Okay. If I wasn't slowed, I would have grabbed it again, but... What do you, uh, what do the three of you do? Uh, I'm gonna choices? step back because I have no problem with it leaving me alone. <laughs> so, uh, I'm it's like walking into you. Uh, do I have choices or is it just you have one? many choices? It is the tabletop game. <laughs> grab onto it, and try and like attempt to stop, stop it. it. Yeah, Lizard, all right, go. Uh, Roshin's gonna block it, he's gonna block it. Right. Like, you stop, two, you two make me fortitude saves. I remember. I just remembered I had heroism up, so it's a little better. You may not roll like trash. That's not quite trash. I was about to say, aren't you still doing the uh, inspired defense thing? No, she didn't do it last time. Twenty-nine. Wall of forces reactions. May I have my die back? Thirty-one. Twenty-nine and thirty-one. Both of you, even together, as you try to stop this, it seems inexorable as it marches and uh, just walking forward into the wall. The two of you try to present. Just it's the sides of its dress as it comes forward, slam into Trishik and then slam into Roshin. Uh, each of you actually are going to take 24 points of bludgeoning damage, and you're all going to be pushed back. That entire nugget is going to be pushed back. Uh, Roshin all the or resume all the way to the Wall of Force. Roshin and Trishik right in front of that, and this golem half in view of the stairs as it walks up next to Marshall before swinging with one fist, turning towards you. See, this is why you don't force it. Just go with the flow. You line fighter being a line fighter. A natural one. So while you did not, you were not able to stop it, you have upset its balance enough that this swing just goes completely wide, missing Marshall entirely. Raz. We presented a formidable obstacle. You got a little battered. Before but... getting knocked back. So Raz is going to spend his whole turn doing composition. He's going to multicast compositions as a meta magic. Okay. Um, so I, I mentioned the, the dragon plague earlier, right? That happened during 3660 to 3672. He's feet up the stairs. Like, <laughs> talking, just talking about a book he actually pulled out and he's reading from now. As you go, everyone gets inspired defense and inspired courage. I'm oh. not going to die with a lecture in my ears. <laughs> Plus one to all the stuff. Do you have to make a performance check for that, or does that just take three yeah, actions? It just, just takes three actions. Resume! Resume is just... Lecturing. That's eight feet of this, like, 15 steps up, just telling literally, you the story down the stairs. Like, teaching. Just teaching while a golem is just slapping everybody. So plus one to attacks, defense, and saves. damage, saves. Uh, you have pretty much almost plus one everything at this point. Sheenie! Allegro! Uh, and she'll cast a haste on you. Oh, that's... So make me a counteract check. Yeah! Because haste on a slowed person attempts to counteract the slow. I was tense tonight. Life is hard. Nine? Five, I thought. Five? Yeah, it was five. Okay. Uh, that's going to be a 28. The so 28, as you cast this, you, your magic takes hold, but it can't really come into effect. The power of the enchantment that's come out of this golem is too strong. Ooh. Does that count? Mm -mm. No. Nope. Not okay. the counteract checks. Uh, the plus one wouldn't, make, wouldn't change it anyway. Uh, it's not quite 
enough, and uh, your magic doesn't supersede the golems. Okay. There's seemingly some of the anti-magic of its own essence, allowing it to rebuff this attempt to functionally dispel it and leaving it with one action left. Uh, I will shield up. Yeah. Marshall. I'm gonna trap it. So athletics check if I did. Athletics against its terrible, <laughs> terrible reflex DC. Terrible. So terrible reflex DC. That's going to be 33. That is definitely going to succeed. And oh. that golem is going to crash back down to the and ground. And as, like before, overhead sweep. Up, bonk, minus five. Yep, and this thing is already starting to crumble uh, and lose chunks. That's a 28, unfortunately. No, wait, plus one, 29. 29, still not going to do it. Uh, darn. That's okay. Uh, with my last action, go for broke. Do it again, yeah. Nah, nah, that's not going to do anything. He's just swinging away at it. Uh, the one... On the other side. Serious deja vu fight we had like a day earlier. And Wall of Force Jail <laughs> is still just walking, its feet grinding into stone of the floor. Uh, but as it walks, no, it's not It's not walking south. It's walking like directly into the Wall of Force. It's not going anywhere. Okay. It's like walking it's in place. Like it's, it's feet digging the stone. You can, again, barely just hear, even with the size of this thing, the thunk and the thunk of the sound of this actual fight is happening on your side of the wall. But you can see... It's standing almost upright, and its shoulders, and like the its forehead and the bridge of its nose, or as soon as you press into the wall of force, are starting to radiate a little bit of light. They're starting to glow a bit red, almost like they were getting hot hmm. as it continues to walk and push into this thing. It's giving itself a friction burn. Rashin. Right. Still at its best. Resume, don't you have any ice magic in that little sleeve of yours? Um, magic and this thing don't seem to get along that well. Oh, give it a try. Um, and uh, Roisin is going to, well, her morning star is all the way over there, so. She's <laughs> yeah, gonna, it's, in the core, it's not like on the plinth. <laughs> yeah, so I mean, she's going to pull flick and two-hand it and just try to bash down it. Can get a bonus for two-handing it, but it looks cool. <laughs> it makes me feel good. It makes me feel insides. better. Hey, I rolled above a 10. Uh, so like that's it. gonna be, let's see, that, that plus heroism goes to 25, plus that is a plus 38, 39. 39 will hit. I can hear the tide turning. The machine gun fist has stopped. Uh, They're running out of gas. Should I bother to roll no. the fire? You cannot take the fire damage. All right, I didn't think so. All right, Ooh, that's you pretty decent. really good on that. Let's see, 11 plus 19 plus minor curse level is 25 plus uh 26 and again you feel like it's it's fairly resilient to that um your damage is like half uh of what it would be so one action left man of the slow uh no i had to oh you had to drop flick you had to get it. flick out so you could continue the paddling trishik well I believe in the church of standing up and not rolling bad. So I'm going to stand up as my You're first You're not action. prone. I was. You weren't like mechanically okay. prone. You were just like attached to the thing as it fell over. Yeah, I imagine it. as part of your slaps, you kind of scrambled uh, to your feet. I, you I weren't took like... the I'm prone penalties on my last turn. I mean, I at least knocked no. it You weren't like prone prone. I, was just, <laughs> I flavored too hard. Gotcha. Well, then I will. A little too spicy on the flavor. 
I'll just ravage down into it, mounting up on its chest and just slow away. motion clobbing. Mm -hmm. Evil cat. Uh, oh my oh. god! I can see it from Push here. bike selector. Yeah, Good sir. Just roll 20s. Just, he should roll 20s for him. So, Give me that for dice. You're banned from that dice. <laughs> <laughs> for the sake of that's mine now. Curiosity. The second attack. Not 20. How does no. he do that? No, he can't. It, he... it legitimately dropped and rolled and then slid. For the sake of curiosity. Buy these dice. They're fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> you see that? Praise Norse you see that right there? Praise Norse Foundry. Two how, nat 20s in a row. Are we gonna discount If this was our first edition well, homebrew stuff, this would have been max damage, no roll. Confirming a 20 with a 20. Let me just um roll max damage. I don't quick. understand. God, I'm not that magical, but the Norse Foundry D6 rolled the highest. It did. <laughs> it did. The Malachite D6 rolled a five. Nine, ten, seventeen, uh, fifty-four. Whoa. And then number two. And the second critical hit da, 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 from the flow boy. Are you adding the plus one? Way to take the salt water test. You're going to float that diet. It's pretty heavy. So, it's going to take a lot of salt. Damage too. Oh, okay. So that would have been 56. And then 10, 21, 29, 30, 60. Now, what do you do to this thing? It's obviously <laughs> <that>. but <laughs> Exactly what I, I said I did. I hop up, mount the chest, and... In, Instead of a fighter stance where you like hammer fist down, I'm ripping into its chest, wow. tearing apart the main mechanics of what this thing's working off of. And it doesn't seem to have any mechanics. Like as you reach in and just like, well, somehow pierce through, beat it, and physically rip chunks of rock out of this thing. Yeah, the cracks. There's yeah. nothing inside. There's nothing making this work. It's just <laughs> rot stone that you are ripping like it's freaking Play-Doh. In slow motion. In slow motion. He hit the floor, you know, next thing you know. Olum slow, slow. It's gonna uh, stop. <laughs> it moves by itself, pivoting again. Its arm just kind of collapses, uh, freezing in the angle it was before detaching off its torso entirely from the damage and just falling flat on the floor as this golem stops moving. And it was his turn, so that means it's Raz's turn. <laughs> Maximum efficiency. Yeah. I do legitimately yeah. want to do the salt water test with that dice. You can use so much. It's not gonna it be salt float. water. It'll it's gonna be not gonna salt. Float. We'll just get Jello. Just floated the jello float. Don't put don't the fancy die in the water. Rez. Oh, I can't dismiss the wall. The wall is there forever. Um, Total dismiss itself. We could just leave. We could just leave. You're stuck in stupid jail. I think it'd chase us if we did. Because how long does it last? Can it can even get through that door? How big is that door? Or is like, it's a double wide. It's a massive framed arch door. Like the door oh, yeah, itself, it. it's not intricate, but it's thick. You could definitely fit through the door. Yeah, we should probably take care of that. Well, anyways, to continue my lecture, <laughs> uh, contrary to the name of the Dragon Plague, it was actually a period of time that had intense dragon attacks, attacks all across Northern Taldor. It's the same thing. <laughs> oh, here's an idea, Resume. Why don't you go and like make a hole that it could it would fall into? We could lead it into it, it would fall into it, and then you could just kind of bury it. And I'm sure we could just leave it alone that way. Resume. Where do you come up with this stuff? I don't Digging know. A hole is, is, is... But I can tell you where she comes up with hero points. And it's Jayazo. Ooh. Oracles need to be heroes. Taketh, my Why, good friend. Thank you. So now, uh, how long does wall last, Chris? And as this thing is still walking, 
uh, into the wall. You can see its shoulders, and again, it's more on the bridge of its nose. Uh, this, almost this heat seems to be spreading. It's starting to glow a little whiter at the tips, and the red is starting to spread. And you see it. The wall is invisible. But in front of the golem, it's not holy. It's almost starting to warp where the golem is pressing into it. It's looking almost like plastic ramp. Oh. This golem is pressing its face and its shoulders into, and the wall of magical force is starting to flex and bend around it. Technically, it lasts about a minute, but it looks like it's getting ready to do something. Uh, is uh, are they looking like uh, they're uh, loosening up now that the thing is gone, or does it still look like? They're definitely still very slowed. Okay. Um. She's going to try to counteract the magic one more time on Roshin to see if she can't break her uh, out of the out, out of the grips of it. Okay. Let our powers combine. Counteracto. That's better. It's an eight. Uh, it's gonna be uh, eight times that plus that 30. equals a uh, thirty-one. It's like plus one. Thirty-one. Yep. 31 is going to counteract it. Uh, that haste is going to functionally remove the slow, restoring near equilibrium to Roshin. Oh, good. As these two oh, magical effects popping. burst each other, almost the fizzle, and you return to normalcy. Oh, nicely done. Oh, Roshin, uh, do try to get a bit more uh, aggressive with this one. Uh, it looks like it's getting... Oh, it's going to get through that wall very quickly. Uh... Ooh, and she'll throw a shield, and she'll back the heck away from it. Up with Raz. <laughs> Up the stairs we go, lads. Boop, 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 boop. Oh. Whoopsies. Marshall. They are going to switch to Arkin Force today, but they had a massive update, and they can't uh, use it. Well, as far as I know, I can't really do much at the moment, so I'm going to do something I never really do and just hold. Oh, wow. Because I can't get through the wall of force. Just going to wait. This Nani? So <laughs> I just kind of grip my hammer. And I'm like, so. That's what you're supposed to say for what? <laughs> With your new training, as you're raging here, you normally would not be able to restrain yourself like this, but you've kind of practiced. You've sort of focused now. You. It's a focus. Rate. You can. You. A moment of calm. I know. Written, you can't do this in a moment of calm. Focus yourself and just wait, wait for an opening. And as Golem, as it continues walking into this, you can see it start heating up, and you can actually see what looks like smoke starting to rise from where it's impacting. You can see it start to push forward, this wall distorting and warping like a vacuum seal around this golem as more of its body walks into it until with a peal of thunder, almost like glass, you see this thing crack and shatter outwards. The golem taking one step forward towards Marshall. You know what that is? Who triggers. I assume probably wants to go now. I'm actually going to react by... Whoop. Well, you can have your turn now, sir. I'm a triple. But it walked it has, into his range, triggering this. Yeah, triggering, going, failing, falling, uh, standing up school. Uh, let's see, 24 plus 16. Yeah, he's going to fall over. 
40, so... That critically he, succeeds. Hey, he, does, D6. Do he takes D6, but I mean, he's he's not going to take it because he, he has 12 physical it, resistance, but oh. you can roll it. He's not going to take any of it. It's a zero. It's a three. Three disrespect damage that he's going Ooh. to absorb. The floor took three damage. The floor <laughs> took three the damage. Floor took three damage. <laughs> because this thing punches through with so much momentum, it almost stumbles, and you just knock it down, and it crashes into the ground. Almost like cratering a bit in the stone. I've been working on I the rail. Like <laughs> Audibly just says bonk and starts wagging. Oh, that's depressing. Like it's great on trips, but bad on attacks apparently. All right, well, go for broke, right? One more. One more. Much Four better. Uh, that's only gonna be minus ten. Minus 10, so that's going to be only 30. 30 hits. Oh, it's he's flat footed. It's flat footed. Flat footed. It's, it's on the ground. It's the good time. Jeez. Uh, that's a 12 minimum on every attack so far, which is fantastic. This is great. Uh, so 15 plus 17, so that's 20. Oh, plus one. So 23. 23. Do you not have greater striking? I'm positive. Nope. Or no, I'm sorry. I think we bought two. plus two potency. Sorry, that was 30. what it was. Plus two is not greater striking. 33. I did, I did my math wrong. I was like, this way too low all right so you get the inaugural slam into this thing as this one hasn't taken any actual damage yet roshin now left with the prone statue laying on the ground face down a fully armed and operational roshin well i'm not gonna i'm not going to turn down a gift <laughs> and not slow and not slow she's just gonna step up and just start wailing on this thing everyone just gathers around and starts kicking the crap out of the statue <laughs> while it's lying on the ground <laughs> Give uh, me your lunch money, loser. That's a 31 on the first 31 will hit him. And the second attack, let's roll it now. It's only two higher, minus five, so that's not gonna, gonna be hit. not gonna hit. It's like back in the academy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I should have fixed the It's just like middle school. Or middle school. Builds character, they told me. <laughs> 20 uh 30 30 that's that's 20 i'm sorry 20. all righty it's gonna be pretty well reduced but some of it will go through Krishik. you want to see me do it again do it no you can't do it this other freaking golem pushed you into free melee range so you don't have to move <laughs> you want to see me do it again they're not smart <laughs> they just do stuff how? You want to no. see it? Keep doing it. What that card? You have to roll the die. You don't just pick a side. You, you have to roll. It's a dice tower. It does it again. for you. It's a dice tower. <laughs> so I'm buying. I'm buying all the Malachite. You can't do that. Wow. I'll take that for my second attack. No, sure. you roll your second attack. You, you have to roll. You it. put that in the tower. Yeah. You get a freaking 20. There's a one for you. Are okay. You it doesn't <laughs> balance out the RNG at all. Not even remotely. 2028 20, or 2020, 2018, one. But it can roll the other side of the die. And you have a third attack if you want to go nuts. No, I don't. I'm slowed. Oh, you're still slow. Right. Yeah. You're still slowed. But, but you critically hit him with the first swing. <laughs> You have uh, stone rending claws now. Clearly. Six, 12, 15. Rashik the breaker. 23? So 46. So, oh, I was like, that can't be. 48. 48 
that's exactly how much your last crit was. That was with the plus one. Okay. It was 23 plus one, 24, okay. That was exactly the same as your last crit. Because his resistance is 12, and I was like, oh, that's easy. It's literally a multiple. It's 36 damage. And he just, so that was definitely the same number. Fortitude save. He can roll a one. He can roll a one. One is on the die. And now he's good. Uh, what's the DC? Like 26? Uh, it's actually it 32. It's your, yeah. It's it your class, class DC. DC. Uh, Rez. Um, well... <clears throat> Magic is useless here. So, the actual dragon play is caused by a failed use of a relic called the Dragon Stone. Oh, God, let's just kill this thing so it'll stop. By the power of I am a caster fighting golems, Resme, who is also a caster fighting golems. Uh, all right, Trashik. Let's see if we can break you out of this, too. I am relatively fine. Allegro! <laughs> Counteract. Ah, uh, yeah, that's not gonna happen. Yeah, just roll the malachite here. That's not how that works. No, you get one X and you have one action left. Uh, shield. Bonk. So mm -hmm. this statue on the ground, as you try to force out again, the fact that this thing is so resilient to magic that golems have such intrinsic anti-magical properties, really rebuffing your attempts to repair the party. Uh, it slams both forearms into the ground to right itself, but as it hits, another wave of energy pulses out from this thing, and I need, uh... Fort saves? Fort saves from Roisin and Marshall. You two are far enough away. Not 20. You stole my luck. You didn't pull the Malachite. I have this, uh, I have this hero point here, though, because I don't feel like being slowed, too. Here. But you wouldn't be slowed, too. You're not too slowed zero. Oh, would you roll? What do you roll? I rolled the natural one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it'd probably be rolled. It'd probably be twice. Hey, that was twenty. What the heck? You can't just keep that. You know, give me that. Let me see. Yeah, I didn't roll. Give me. This is mine now. I'm confiscating this. It won't stop. It's confiscated. It's from me. It's not the. Then the golem is gonna push itself up. Okay, it was the malachite. Push itself up. Attack of opportunity, of course. As you continue just pounding on it. Uh, what is that? Eight plus twenty-six. <laughs> that's, so that's a six. Oh, that's a six. Oh, still, still thirty-two. 32. It still hits. It's enough. Oh, I'm sorry, thirty-three. It still hits. He's flat, but it was getting up. I mean, that wouldn't matter. It hits him anyway. Bonk. It's not terrible. So. Twenty-six. I think that the Malachite rolled eight d20s. That's because of my lucky shirt. Not all of them were on attack rolls, but. And then as it stands, eight nat 20s. it is going to turn. Uh, I think it, again, would uh, see Marshall as the largest threat here. It stands, riding itself, and then just pivoting one of those fists straight up. Do I still have the effect of blur on? You do. From yep. oh, Concealment. And then repulsion oil. And then repulsion. Well, that's after the hit, yeah. yeah. So it passes concealment. Okay. He's going to bonk you with the Malachite dice. What is this treachery? Stupid it's idiot. A three, it's fine. We got a 14. Thank you very much. Um, so he's trying to. That's going to be a 40. 40 even. Not a Does crit. Not crit. Does not crit anymore. Yep. And then repulsion, repulsion. gel. Then has a fortitude save. Which gets a five, which does DC still 29. pass. Yeah. yeah. You see it rebuff a bit. It hits and the whole of the thing, like it ah. slides back a couple feet as it pounds you. But it's not enough to move it a meaningful distance. It is going to bonk you. For ooh, we got an almost max damage in the in the house. Thirty-seven points of bludgeoning damage. Give me thirty. 
made 30. But then it's your turn, good sir. And you can probably hit it a lot harder than that. Oh, yeah. I take the hit, I'm like... It kind of literally, I feel like it just slapped me in the jaw and I'm like... Ha, I guess cute. 30 is almost oh, yeah. insignificant damage to you at this point. So, psych up, because that temp hit points sometimes matters, and then just... Uh, and I actually trip up like last time. Because it seems to be very... <laughs> Who said right? you could get up? It's not even bad action economy because you get this attack back when it stands wow, up. It's a 27. Help, he is falling down. Wow. Yeah, they're terrible. And then, uh, swing. Wait, 27? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's, it's wow. not... Wow. Yeah, that's bad. I rolled a 2. No. Math. No, he has the elite template. No, 27 does not succeed. Oh, does not succeed? Does not succeed. You don't knock him down that time. Okay, I'm just gonna try and triple again. So minus five, right? Minus five, yes. Okay, so my brain is my brain has been turned off by the 20. dice. The dice have turned oh, my thoughts don't matter. That did nothing. So Wait, I you rolled a what? A one. So nothing. you rolled a one. You fall down. So where you question. dropped your weapon? Well, yeah, you. Well, it's not a trip weapon. You have to trip it with your hand, so you do yeah. fall down. Oh, you actually can't be tripping him, right? Oh, we forgot about that. You don't have a halberd. At. Uh, but as you try to fish at him here, oh, I was thinking arm. he had the halberd or uh, the geese, geese arm no, or whatever. Geese, you need a geese arm to trip. Uh, as you swing at this, uh, as it stands up, this one seeming to still have a good deal of fortitude. Uh, it's seemingly inexorable force actually is going to knock you to the ground. And uh, we'll just do it going forward. I'm not going to wreck on anything. You cannot trip with a uh, two-handed mallet in your hand. You need a free hand or you need a weapon with a trip trait. I can shove them. You can shove them. Yeah, roll armor is shove, not trip. Right. But you're on the ground. Yep. You have one action. And the advantage of using a weapon with trip. Oh, that was you... my third action. Oh. No, you tried trip, to trip. Oh, you psyched. I, I didn't hear you. I think I missed so that. I, I'm, I'm so, yeah. For future reference, are like when you do a good trip so or shove, are they, no, that's good. Are that's... they technically attack rolls? Yes, they are attacks. Yeah, so yeah you would get the plus the one from your inspired yeah, courage. Yeah, so you get the plus one from for future reference. But yeah, with a two-handed weapon, you can't do maneuvers that yeah, you don't yeah, have yeah. as a trait because you need a free hand for those. That's why he's got to drop his shield to do them usually. Uh, yeah, because well, you have a sword and shield in your hand. But it is your turn though, Rishin. It is my turn. Uh, yeah, drop your shield and try and trip him. I mean, he hasn't tried to actually swing at me yet, so, I mean, I guess. Let's do He's that. fighting the large thing that seems to be more of a concern that's, to him. That's fair. That's fair. I'm the distraction. That's my job. You right. are doing a great job You are not the distraction. You're the person who's pumping damage on this thing. This you are the... Ev everyone else is also here. This is yeah. kind of like Marshall obliterate. Well, I mean, Trishik obviously is doing it, it a crap ton of damage. It crappy performance from last episode. The dice are doing the damage. I help. This die is doing the damage, and it's mine now. <laughs> You're going to roll poorly with that dice. So it's, it's me that rolls good. It's not the dice. Roshin. You don't roll so good. You roll well. Throw that shield down I and uh, reach in with this hand and with, with an arm and just try to yank this uh, this stone foot wide <laughs> to make it fall. We're just big on tripping, nigga. We had fun bullying it while it was laying on the ground. I knew I could roll above a decent. Yeah. All right. So oh, I'm an expert in athletics this level. So that's gonna be uh, 21 plus that's a machine gun fist is back. Yes. That's <laughs> the sound of all of his limbs hitting the ground in succession <laughs> as he falls over. He is prone. We. Perfect. Uh, so prone and then uh, let's see. Grabs versus fortitude. As he's not gonna care about that. Uh, just to reverse the store uh, flick and just try to stab it down into him now that he's on the floor. Uh, for a two on the die, I think this is gonna kind of probably gonna miss off of him. Yeah. Uh, You're not slow anymore. I'm not action. slow. <laughs> Third action. I could take a minus ten, but I don't know if that's gonna be that useful. You can always roll twenty. Not anymore. You almost rolled a twenty. That's a fifteen. I that's pretty good. No. What is that? That's a five. So that's functionally a five. Yeah. Yeah. So five. So let's see, twenty-eight, thirty. 
31. And it's yeah. prone. It's prone. 31 it hits it. That actually yeah. hits it. Money. Like I told you. Never doubt yourself. Believe. Inspired. 7, 10, 16. That's going to do almost nothing ping, against ping, this thing. Ping. But the point is you're hitting it. You're making an impression technically. But it did do something. But it did four damage to Sheik. At least he's right with me. No. Well, that hits. I have your power, Tashik. Are you sure about that? I have your green lizard Bandai. So <laughs> it is mine yeah, now. Yeah, that's a 39. 39 hits. He's flat-footed, so I'm going to unleash the... Is, it, is that with the plus one? Yeah. Okay. Because it is one operating. Oh, yeah, there are a bunch of ones eventually. 11, 12, it's half 13. Because I took his 14, power. 16, 24. That's not how this works. Well, obviously how, is how any of this works it's clearly how it works next the purple dice yeah. i don't have any hero points he sounds so sad i'm so used to being able to throw them out whenever i need them it's because i took your power <laughs> that doesn't affect my hero i mean not doesn't it <laughs> demonstrably 22, 27 that's so. not gonna do it and as you're still slowed, um, that's going to bring us to Rez. I like the variance we can have between, like, the incredibly intense, pitch, dramatic gug fights and then a bunch of idiots standing around a stone golem memeing <laughs> about Derp's D20. Like, <laughs> there's a wide divide of experiences Dude, on the two-perception show. Our party is either fighting desperately for our lives or winning Bullying so hard that we, that, like, doesn't even this matter. Is, this is a low, to be fair. This is a low. So, like, yeah. if you had problems here, I'd be concerned for your future. But, uh, Rez... How was your lecture going? So, the the failed use of the relic caused a Taldean metallic dragons to go into a rage. You would think. Wait, what relic? The, 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 the failed use of the relic. Dragon orb. By the Taldean. Oh, dragon. Is that a dragon orb? Yeah, it failed use. So, you would think the chromatic dragons would have been the ones that went on a rampage, but it was actually the metallic dragons, and same thing is happening. The hero point counter is wrong. I should have zero. What is the dragon orb? Oh, the relic. Have you just been... This or did you just like I, read this? I read this. I 100% believe everything he's saying is true. I'm pretty sure that's actually the thing in first it's, edition. It, it just really hurts to listen to. It is a very real thing. Pretty sure I'm taking mental damage. I know the dragon plague was. I knew that was a thing called that. The Caldor orbs. Why shouldn't dragons be able to have? Orbs? But like, what does the like, dragon orb orbs. do? Does it just summon a storm of dragons? Like. No, it's like probably a, for controlling. It's a dragons. nice decorative orb, a dragon. Puts oh, it's there. like the remote control for your yeah. your dragon drone. Yeah. Fair it's enough. Your, it's your drone okay. dragon. Your we dragon really drone. Having How's this fight, Raz? You having a good time? You feel yeah. like you feel like I got to do the thing I'm prepared for. I'm glad you. Uh, I'm glad you're enjoying your experience, Resme. I'm having a great time. All right, Resme is so bored. She's going to do something to make this more interesting. Shoot ice at the golem. In Gorjam. And uh, point her staff at Roshin and cast enlarge. Where? I guess you could straddle the pedestal. I guess yeah. I'd they better. were large and they were on the pedestal. I guess I'd better. Huh? So you're gonna kind of get squished in there. Like uh, Roshin's gonna become a big now, but if she wait, wait, what? suddenly grows to match Marshall and the Golem <laughs> size, as I see this, I'm like, see, not so easy, is it? This Titanic battle now happening within the chamber. <laughs> What's this? 
I mean, I suppose this works. So what does that do for me? Uh, so it's a you get reach. Level. I you think you make my AC You're work, clumsy right? one. Yeah. You're clumsy one. You get reach. I think that's pretty much the things that I it does. I get a plus two status bonus to melee damage. Oh, it's a fourth level. It's a fourth level. Oh, uh, you, can't, you can't cast fourth level on you me. You can't huge. Because that's huge. Uh, then I'll stick to two. That's fine. So nice yeah, you get a plus two status bonus to damage. Yeah. You're clumsy one, and you have reach. Also, you're larg. This map is absurd looking right now. This is a ridiculous <laughs> map. It's the fight of the titans. You have this the looks awesome now. Is that two action damage. or three action in second? Two, you got one left. Is it shield? Oh, I'm in a shield, but okay. she's going to go. Go, Roshin, go. Now you're big like everyone else. So this golem. Oh, it's so awkward. Is going to stand up. Can I still? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's minus one, but it kind of. Or minus Wait. two, I'm sorry. Why? Because he's prone. Because I'm prone. Oh, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. No, you. Minus one. Oh, wait, no, it's not prone. You're prone. You failed. You knocked it prone. It's yeah. also prone. You still only have it's in a minus two, yes. But my brain is like disengaged from the status yeah, of this fight. Absolutely nothing. Become an idiot. Uh, I'm using this diet. Actual clown fiesta. Uh, as it stands up, Marshall now on the ground, it seems to have uh, redirected its attention as the literal largest threat to the giant gleaming paladin in the corner. Uh, and it is going to swing a fist towards Roshin. Hey, I just dropped my shield and I'm clumsy one all of a sudden. Oh, would you look at that? He somehow got lower than mine. You still have a plus one. It's going to be a 41 to hit. 41 to not hit will crit. not critical me. Not crits what we like to see here. Uh, you're not slowed anymore. He's going to bonk you for 30 points of bludgeoning damage. Whap. How's that Malachite treating you? Pretty good. <laughs> Pretty much 15 down the board. Uh, and it's going to swing again. Oh, you can have this bag. This dice, and I hate it. Uh, uh, Marshall. <laughs> I told you it's the roller, not the uh, dice. Uh, I'm going to get back up. Uh, Actually, I, I can't even pick my shield up because it's tiny now. Yeah, I didn't grow with you. It wasn't on me when you got to Lord. As I'm getting myself back up, I'm, gonna, I'm like... That's me. As <laughs> I, I, I get myself back up, I just look at Roshi jokingly. I'm like... I guess I can actually take you out on a town this time, huh? <laughs> Goodness gracious, it's feel like I'm wearing a corset. Look, the fight 19, was getting boring. I'm the die. Bomb. I'm sure. Well, I don't know. He's not He's not flat-footed. He's not. He got up. What you got? 19 plus 26. Yeah, crit. Plus one. Going to bomb. That's going to crit. That's going to crit. Yeah, his AC is not great. And he's going to be pro. Right. It's going to be Max damage. So let's see. 24 plus. Oh, I'm sorry. 25 plus plus 1. Plus 17. Is 42. 42. 42. 84. 84 damage. 84 points of freaking damage. Hey. Wow. You're supposed to roll the dice. I did. Hey. So <laughs> only 72. As you bring re this, this rectangle or facsimile of it down into the golem, it smashes through this thing's torto, like shattering and sending shards flying. It's not destroyed yet, but that was real close to doing it. Like in one go. And Do it, prone. do it, you won't. Yeah. See, mine's five, that so that's, my, so okay, four plus 20. No, 29. 30. 30. 30. And it's prone. 30. I'm sorry. So. Because of the lecture. So Marshall's got stupid dragon orb. That was your hit, Raz. <laughs> You'll want to end it faster so he stops. <laughs> everyone's ins everyone's inspired in to end the fight so Raz will shut up. <laughs> so that's 30 altogether. What do you do to it? 
Yeah. So as well, the first try, I kind of just, I kind of like knocked a hole in his chest, knocked it down, and I'm just like, Ugh. I just slam full weight into it, make sure I just really grind it into the ground. And it's like the statue doesn't really seem to have magic. Your I mallet powders it. through its torso. Like your typical anime <laughs> slam. Dust cloud. It would. I mean, you're smashing through a stone statue. There would be an, uh, an eruption Plus, of dust. It's rectangle, so that yeah. thing is going. This thing's arms and legs would just pop off, scattering across the floor, tumbling in different directions as the head of this dwarven statue hooded allows the it to kind of roll along its backside, kind of back and forth a bit on the sides of this hooded sculpture. And then I just pull my hammer back, put my arm against uh, around giant Roshi, and that's how we do it. As we slowly both shrink down. Well, uh, you shrink down. Yes. She actually doesn't. Play oh, with me. You shrink down, and Roshin is still humongous. Uh, oh, well done. Well done, everyone. Well so, done. I'm glad the whole place knows we're here now. <laughs> A very effective um, notification system. Yeah, well, oh, what does that say up there? The Profess the faith. In Dwarven. And it says oh, Profess the faith in Dwarven. I read it out loud. <laughs> oh. I, re I read it out loud. I read it out loud, exactly. In Dwarven. <laughs> oh, you know, we probably could have just said that we were like worshippers of uh, this god and they probably wouldn't have attacked us. Probably. <laughs> you say <laughs> that. Someone drew first blood. Well, duh. I like dice. Dice are fun. You guys like dice? You want to know a really interesting f I found in the Pathfinder Beast, Jerry? Oh, okay. Adamantine's really useful. What is, what is religion? The golems of all kinds are actually uncommon creatures. Really? Stone golems are uncommon. Alchemical golems are uncommon. Huh. Even clay golems are actually uncommon. Really? Uh-huh. Huh. They're all uncommon. Is that a fact? Is yeah, so like in your thing? average adventure, I would imagine you would probably encounter less than one maybe one encounter of some kind of golem We're maybe because they're six they're pretty <laughs> six or seven i think we fought fewer giants than golems <laughs> maybe let's see so your like first golem golems. your first golem was the clay golem yeah in the cinder claw in fortress. the cinder claw fortress then you fought no golems. There was an there was, a, there was a fire golem thing nah. in the in the uh, the Charuka. There was a massive. Yes, golem. there was in there the Charuka. Yeah, I think it in was the an jungle. animated statue. I don't that was an animated that statue. Okay. Yeah, there, technically there, I'm different. telling you, there was also one in the fortress. I'd be willing yeah, to there, bet there, money. Yeah, it was in the front of the fortress. Yeah. Yeah. Right, there's yeah. the, clay, the clay golem. Clay golem, yeah. And then you fought. I think the next one was a stone golem. Yep, in the in the warehouse. And then there was like 94 alchemical golems <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, so many throughout the Kentargo arc. And two more stone golems. Golems are neat. Yeah. They like so, golems. You know what we have time for? What? Three minutes of AMA. We haven't done that in a minute. Well, knowing that you have certainly raised the alarm here, uh, notably Trishik is still slow. Da, da, uh, da, da, but da. that and any healing that you want to take care of may be wise to do quickly because it's almost inconceivable that this would not have been heard um, from deeper within the hidden forest. I'll throw some alchemical uh, potions out. Um, but the healing, uh, whatever you can do briefly and perhaps an attempt to return Trashik back to speed would have to be done both quickly and we'll handle next week uh, as we ready now with a hidden forge it's probably indeed very unalert it's very aware that we're all here i may or may not have made a crater in the floor sorry yeah it'll be fine it's not your <laughs> forge not Oops, matter. The daisy. We're here. so <laughs> we're gonna end our adventures 
for this week right here so next week let me make sure i'm not stupid what day is it it is the 15th so next week is the 22nd we are gonna have our regularly scheduled age of ashes show on saturday but two weeks from now is PaizoCon. And since obviously Friday and Saturday through the main weekend days are when they're going to be doing a lot of their various reveals and announcements and cool PaizoCon stuff, yes. uh, we aren't going to be live for the PaizoCon show then. I think it would be the 29th yeah. is the next Saturday. We won't be here, but you will find some really cool Paizo programming right here on this channel normally. We will, however be here on the monday of PaizoCon for a one-shot adventure monday what was it five to nine our time so mm -hmm. two to yep. six pacific five to nine eastern if you haven't seen the two perception one-shot experience before it is unreal where we just roll a gaggle of complete morons <laughs> and go on a stupid adventure it's the best it's it's not goblins but it might as well be oh uh, it's gonna be I know the cast. I I think Nick knows the classes. He's actually going to be running it. Rasheen's gonna put this one together. I get to play a character. Yeah. I get to do stuff. I'm gonna be a champion. It's gonna be neat. I like doing things. Ooh. But we're gonna have a first level idiot fiesta on the Monday. I think near the uh, almost to, to close out PaizoCon. You should definitely come hang out for that because oh, boy. Yes. When we have characters that we don't have to care about the longevity of or the viability or if they die immediately. It, it's going to be amazing. We get, oh boy, you get I to mean, just go you're bananas inviting a level on five one shot. For the boss. It'll be fine. Be you're, you're going to see good. a witch. Oh, I'll that, this that's way. how serious this is. I'm we got witches. We got champions. <laughs> Marshall's playing a healer. Oh, man. It's going to be a good time. We're going to have a but, good time. For now, that is going to be it for us today. Paizo, of course, thanks for having us. Thanks for sponsoring our adventures. And this adventure path we have here with the very uh, a glimpse at some very uncommon golems uh, that we've been afforded. We're very lucky, actually. Yeah. Yeah. They're uncommon, and we've yeah. gotten to see so many of them so far. to find golems out in the wild. I golems know. are about as uncommon as carpenters Wait. and cobbler. Oh. No, oh. Actually, they're, they're way more. Because <laughs> 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 they're made of stone. <laughs> Thank you to Sirenscape, to Norse Foundry's broken frickin' D20 for memes. Does and that make carpenters unique? Like in, in the rare, 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 rare. They're rare. rare. They're in the rare category. Wanna, you need a Super Bowl to catch them. I want to wanna throw out a And all of you out. for hanging out, yeah. watching our show, and admittedly helping us diagnose our setting glitches. Hopefully we've we gotten the, the audio should be dramatically improved. Uh, there's still room to do things, and I'll try and you continue working on sorting oh, stuff yeah, yeah. up. No, you're slowed forever. Yeah, you um, I want to I wanna thank all the carpenters who do watch this show. Just say no good night. Is hiring. You're not everybody. You're on a joy. Plane. Get it? Like the planing.